0: It's me, it's me, it's the D O W G, the Road Dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B A double crooked letter badass Billy Gunn. Together, we are the New Age Outlaws, and you're listening to the V O C Nation. And if you ain't down with that, we've got two words for you: suck it.
1: V O C Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks, having started way back in 2010. V O C Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. Archived-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching Voc Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOCNation.
2: Guess what? Yeah, you, I'm talking to you. Guess what? It's winning season, and winning season returns at MyBookie. What does winning season mean? Well, it means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means survivor, super contest, and squares. At MyBookie, winning season means hitting all your parlays and props with your feet up, watching your team tromp their rivals. Rejoice! It's time to celebrate the NFL season. You're going to go ahead and invest your intuition because you know you got one. And just use the code VOCNATION, all one word, no spaces, and you can double your first deposit. The new players get up to $1,000 in free play designed to add more excitement to your sports you love and the games you bet. You, uh, and another thing that they have going on over there is you go from betting live to championship futures. Every play you want is waiting at my Bucky. It's simple. All you got to do is make your picks. You win big, and then you collect your cash. Doesn't that sound good? I think so. Make sure to use that code VOC Nation, all one word, no spaces, and you'll double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today. Only at MyBucky. Hey,
0: this is Total Package Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. You don't miss out.
2: Check out. In the room.
3: Every Tuesday night at 9, listen in.
4: Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Brady Hicks, former WCW star, Stroh Maestro, Cassie Fist, Matt Grimm.
3: And you and Ray are there too, right Ray?
5: We sure are, and we've got great guests, like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party.
6: Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then, uh, an uh Didn't get pregnant either.
8: New episodes air on VOC Nation, Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Courtney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calchico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Dirty Podcast on VOC Nation.
9: Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro, talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, vocnation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network.
0: Yo, this is Jerry Steig of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, yeah, you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up on this mother. Get ready. Nasty sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Hey, this is Booker T. WCW Five Times champion and wwe hall of famer and you're listening to in
10: the room
0: now can you dig that sucker
4: Ladies and gentlemen, it's in the room right here on the VOC Nation radio network. Of course, you can check us out each and every week on VOCNation.com and VBradyHicks.com. Of course, the call-in number tonight, 914-338-1885, should be a a good time. I always like to say that we're a distraction from the real world, and uh, maybe more so now than ever. We are a distraction from the real world, uh, so we are so happy to be here. So happy to talk to all of you, Brady Hicks. Uh, with me, as always, the lovely Kathy Pitts.
2: What's going on, Kathy? Not much, Brady. How are you tonight? I'm
4: <laughs> doing great. T-shirt sales are way up, by the way. It's uh, it's an exciting <laughs> thing as we get ready. Uh, more on your shirt in a second, Kathy. Uh, the one and only nice oh, professional <laughs> wrestling
11: actor, oh, entertainer, <laughs>
4: singer, What's going on, Stro?
3: Oh, man. Uh, yeah, great to be here with you guys. Um, <laughs> man, I, I tell you, this is such an escape from the real world. This is like, like a safe place,
11: right? <laughs>
4: yeah, it is until the real world finds us and looks back at my archives. But until then, it's, uh, it's, it's a safe haven for everybody. Uh, <laughs> my friend and yours, uh, Matt Grimm. Matt how you doing, man? How was your vacation? You were away.
12: Yeah,
6: yeah, I I was, and it was uh, uh, being out in the world is weird. Um, <laughs> it's very strange to be out in places and see people uh, who you know don't maybe take the restrictions all that seriously. And I don't. Know, oh, I'm sure. You, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, <laughs> we're living in unprecedented times right now.
4: I thought yeah. that was just called Shoprite. Uh, where, where did right, you yeah, go? Right,
6: yeah. Uh, yeah.
4: Delaware, Rehoboth we're
6: home, we're home Beach.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah, no, you were in the you were in the heart of it, the uh,
11: the new oh, Redneck yeah. Riviera,
4: yeah. if you will. Uh,
11: yeah, that's, that's I'm Redneck Riviera. I, I yeah. love
4: I love the fine people of Delaware. We
6: uh... well, you you get so close to them with your southernmost point of New Jersey. I mean, you could really throw a rock and probably hit Rehoboth if you threw it straight.
4: So I know it's, it's so, uh, it's so close that we can actually see their weather getting, getting them at right before they hit us. Uh, right
6: before it gets you. <laughs> yep. Yep.
4: <laughs> yep. Down in Cape May. Uh, so, you know, I had a friend that looked like the banjo kid. We always used to tell him that he actually is not my friend anymore. Maybe I should reevaluate that. uh, <laughs> <laughs> You just picture him up on the bridge, you know. Uh, oh, man. There's a T-shirt idea right there. Y'all got a real pretty mouth. 914 338 Oh. So we mentioned... Oh, we God. mentioned the uh the t-shirt sales and and I want, oh by the way real quick before we really get into it um so we had we do have a special guest tonight i'm, I'm excited uh mickey knuckles is going to be joining us on the program we, ah, we yes. knew her uh Maybe. briefly in tna wrestling as uh moose knuckle uh moose knuckles i forget i probably won't reference her as that either way so i, I think we'll be safe there um But, yeah, no, so Mickey Knuckles, uh, IWA, Independence, hardcore wrestler, Kathy. So um, that means automatically that I'm a little afraid of her. Um, But I'm excited. You know,
11: we we were supposed (laughs) to have
4: Mickey on the program like 10 years ago, and I I forget why it didn't work out at the time, but it didn't. And uh, so here we are today, and she's going to be joining us. So I'm excited. I really am, Um, of course, taking all your calls as well, 914-338-1885. I also want to mention – that uh, the Wrestling with History people, Kathy, they, they threw down a little bit of a challenge. And I, and I feel kind of like a, you know, speaking of Delaware, I feel like a bumpkin in a way. Like I feel like a kind of a country fool. I, um, I've been telling people that it doesn't matter what T-shirt you buy. As long as you go to vocnation.com and click on the Pro Wrestling Tees link, Kathy, and uh, uh, four great designs there. I mean, obviously we have Killer Ken Resnick. We have WCW Retro feature in the stro. We have In the Room with My Face on it. And the classic VOC Nation headset logo. Uh, well, Killer Ken Resnick apparently laid out a challenge to me, Matt. He, he feels threatened. And uh, he, he thinks he can sell more T-shirts than me.
6: No. Nah. Well, what, 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 so this, what, this, what are his designs like?
4: Well, he's got the one design. So far, it's really just his face. And it says, like, Ken Resnick made wrestling real. So, anyway, I'm not saying it's a bad design. <laughs> I think it's a great design. But why are you people buying his shirt more than mine? We got to step this up, guys. I got to beat him. But I can't live this
11: down there, player, Brady. It's, it, it, it's very the man. close right now.
4: <laughs> it, is, it is very close right now. And here's the way I look at it. Um, I have been telling people to buy whatever damn shirt they want to buy, Okay. Uh, whereas Ken Resnick is sending them direct links just to his shirt, so now the the gloves are off. All right, <laughs> um, don't buy any damn shirt you
11: want. That's buy my shirt, damn right it!
4: Now.
6: Buy my shirt. What a heel! Yeah, what a heel! That, that's dirty dealing. That's <laughs> heat, brother.
11: That uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's so close. I was
4: looking at the numbers. Like I I could take Ken if Malcolm goes on a drunken bender tonight and buys fifteen shirts. <laughs>
11: Oh jeez. <laughs> totally
4: doable.
5: Totally doable.
4: Not to single you Come out,
5: Malcolm.
4: On. Not to single you out, but I heard they applied a little arm pressure there, and uh, you went and said you're not going to wait until July anymore. You went and bought all these Ken Resnick shirts. So <laughs> thank you, Malcolm. Thank you.
3: Uh, uh, please buy me the cheese shirt. omelet. King. I'm just
4: playing, Malcolm. Ken Resnick. <laughs> I'm just playing, Malcolm. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna, we'll get you on in a little bit. I, I am just having fun, of course. But uh, seriously, uh, buy whatever shirt you guys want. But please, please, please buy the shirts. Uh, we have the four designs so far. Yes. Matt, you notice how the show's yeah. turning into an infomercial? It's because we're getting our first real taste of money here, and it's like it's scary.
11: <laughs> it is.
13: Uh, <laughs> which brain, is also scary, it's iconic. <laughs> <laughs> the future. <laughs>
14: Oh, <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs>
4: um, so, so we have four designs. Like I said, it's the Ken Resnick in the room WCW retro and the classic VOC Nation logo. Well, we designed three more, and they're going to be going up this week. And uh, then we're going to start talking with some more about some more shirts. But uh, this week, we're introducing Matt a wrestling one. And, uh, oh, God, what does it say? i, I got to find it. Uh, well, one, it says, don't be red, don't be blue, just be you. And it's got the, the USA colors and it's VOC Nation. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, we also is, have uh, Fourth of a July. A yeah, an election season. You know, I, I think it will be good. Uh, yeah, so that's the one. It says, uh, don't, don't identify as red or blue, just be you. The second one. And why it's not loading I don't, there we go More wrestling, less politics Don't don't identify as red or blue Just be you The OC Nation So those were the two That uh, that Bruce Wirt really pushed for And then I, Kathy As you know, I went ahead And we designed our very first Kathy Fitz t-shirt So we've been working with Ah, the graphic designers all week You guys are going to love this thing Um, Matt, have you ever seen Better Call Saul? Yes Okay, so oh, yeah. the classic Better Call Saul logo. It's Better Call Kathy, and it's got uh, it's got the same <laughs> <laughs> the same kind of logo. Yes. Instead of the scales of justice, it's a van, and it says 555 uh, five, five, <laughs> five, The Fits. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) you gotta go out and you gotta call Kathy and uh, you gotta buy the shirt as well Um, and these new designs will also be available on ProWrestlingTees.com backslash VOC Nation Uh, so with all that out of the way I can finally take a deep breath here and say I've been stalling because this has got to be one of the worst weeks in the history of wrestling in terms of uh, some of the news that's been out there. Um, I don't have a comprehensive list in front of me, uh, but obviously there's a lot of people that we're looked up to that we're finding out. Um, maybe, maybe we jumped the gun on some of them. Maybe we jumped the gun on most of them, honestly. Um, it's, it's a tough thing, and I don't want to necessarily turn this into... Um, a show talking about that because, Matt, obviously, uh, we're supposed to be a distraction. We're supposed to be a getaway from this. But at the same time, you can't totally ignore that it's happening because it's a very important no. part of the news and what's going on right now. And it's, it is sad in a way. It's, um, I, I'm not going to say I'm devastated. I'm not even going to say I'm shocked with a lot of them just because I, I know how wrestling can be. But I am absolutely astounded with the sheer number of guys that we're talking about right now.
6: It was crazy. It was a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. A lot, the
13: volume. Yeah, of people was the thought he, coming out of Every company?
3: Too. Gosh, I never saw that coming. Oh, my God.
13: <laughs>
3: oh. <laughs> I wish I was joking, really. <laughs> I just saw it the news. <laughs>
11: i didn't realize that wow
4: yeah who would have thought ron jeremy would have something sexual going on no figure. big fan of his comedy uh one-eyed monster if you guys ever see it it's amazing it's uh are you guys familiar with this it's, it's an amazing movie it is um so he, I guess he gets hit by an asteroid or whatever and an alien takes over his member and, and randomly <laughs> it detaches from his body and kills people.
11: Oh wow.
4: Sounds <laughs> uh, <laughs> like a
5: real in depth.
4: It was good. And <laughs> yeah. you know, just when you think you're just, you think, just when you think you're safe to go like, you know, fishing for trouser trout you find out that that's not really an
5: option. So. Oh,
11: man. <laughs> oh, well. <no. laughs> we should
4: bring on uh, my old co-host, DJ. He had a bunch of names for them. Uh <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a
6: endless font uh, of, uh, d- of dick jokes.
4: <clears throat> Remember the flesh food?
6: do um, <laughs> the, the what?
13: So <laughs> we, <that's, laughs> <remember that>. Oh <laughs> my god.
4: We can uh-huh. so we can laugh because it's not us. Uh nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. Um <laughs> <laughs> So that's where we that's where we are tonight. But in all seriousness, like um yeah, so this stuff, um absolutely crazy. Um the most shocking one to me, if we are gonna speak on it at all. Is uh, well uh, two actually. Um, the one is Matt Riddle, who WWE is apparently going to stand behind and play this thing out. Um, and it's interesting for Kathy and I because we both know both the people involved. it's just it's definitely strange for sure. Uh, mm. The other one is um, Sammy Guevara, who who made those comments about Sasha Banks on a podcast. And um, now he's been suspended yeah.
3: from AEW. I will so, give it to him, though. I will give it to Sammy. Yeah. He reached out and apologized to Sasha. Yes. Yes, he did. Over well, the phone. Over the phone. Yep.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah, And that was and confirmed I say, by her as well. Yeah, and I got to say, to me, that, that, that shows that somebody is kind of redeemable at that point. You know, like, mm-hmm. he made a mistake um, – and he's, he owned up to it, and he directly got in touch with us, with the person who he said the remarks about, and he didn't just do it over the Internet, over Twitter. He actually got in touch right. with the person himself and did it. And I think that in and of itself speaks volumes because that is not an easy conversation to have, I'm sure.
4: No, no, not at all. And uh, I got to thank God every day that I didn't have a podcast when I was 21. Not that I ever said anything like that, but uh... – it's uh it's scary it it is scary so you
1: yeah. know
4: words always have consequences um 9143381885 uh so you know there's all that of course uh WWE does have extreme rules coming up they've announced uh nothing for it whatsoever uh that so that'll be in uh i guess it's mid july at this point point. and
5: uh yeah that's
3: about it. Oh, yes, Charlotte Flair's hurt, man. Yeah, I heard she's taking time off. What's up with that?
11: Hmm.
4: I mean, she's hurt. I Good didn't hear question. that. I, I, I thought
3: she was just taking time off. Well, the word is... Well, I guess it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. She she could still come... There's rumor that she may still come back, like, you know, August or September. But, okay. uh with the long term, it's more looking more towards like World Rumble or Survivor Series. Okay.
12: <laughs> wow. So. Okay.
3: Yeah. We'll see.
12: Well,
4: maybe maybe that'll give us the opening to finally get Sasha and Bailey against each other, like we've been
6: clamoring for for two years now. Uh, just weird pace of storyline with that one.
4: Yeah, I feel like they uh, peaked the- with it about. A year and a half
6: ago. I thought that they had built to it at a certain point already, but now it's... I, I get the sense that they're still teasing it here and there, but yeah, it still seems like it's months away from happening. So uh, I think we're in it for the long haul at this point.
4: Could it be the beginning of uh, unifying the belt? And, like, finally unifying them and just being done with it. Um, You know, I mean, if Sasha beats Asuka, jumps over to Raw, they're still the tag team champions. Um, I feel like they could kind of stretch something out until next year sometime, but actually make people start to care about it again. Maybe I'm being delusional there. I don't know.
6: I don't know. I just I'd be willing to take an over under on what we get first that match or a COVID vaccine.
11: Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, seriously.
15: I, I think the seriously. match before COVID vaccine.
11: Yeah. <laughs> well, I think
6: I think the earliest we're getting either is maybe a year from now. So we're yeah, here. it's gonna be a while yet. And, and oh, by the oh, time definitely.
3: that time, the, you know, the virus may be gone for
6: right we so. <laughs> Need it. Who knows? It could
4: be we're well, all dead we get the vaccine. Then right. we won't have to worry about it, you
3: know?
5: Yeah. Uh, but
15: then again, nine one four. Think about it. We have the flu vaccine. Yeah. How many people mm-hmm. don't get it?
3: Right.
5: Well, that's why
4: you, you need... I need enough people it. around me to get it, so it's herd herd, uh, herd immunity, you know? Then I won't need the need. And,
2: and then if we get... Uh, And then if we get this vaccine, the people who who haven't had it are
11: going to say, "Oh, I don't need it."
6: Brady, are you just afraid of the needle? (laughs) Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Just, 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 you know, just want to establish the facts here. That's all.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, when I was in the hospital, I felt like a pushpin. It was awful. But uh, yeah, no, I would avoid that.
6: I think you went under a yeah. knife. Wasn't that worse? Like, isn't that oh, it was a thousand times worse? Yeah. Than... yeah. Yeah. Well,
4: sure, but that doesn't mean that I'm anxious to do it. You know, like just because I've, you know, I maybe I got into like a gunfight, but that doesn't mean that I really want to like have a, a
6: knife fight with somebody after. <laughs> yeah, I guess it doesn't mean that you're supposed to be stabbed afterwards. So. <laughs> no.
13: <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, that's a terrible analogy. I know man 914 uh, 338 uh so speaking of like covid related stuff i also saw that um wwe backstage is um they're on the brink right now they're they're not going to record the show every week um and the whole show is about just recapping what happened in wwe and talking with like stars about it so does that mean that they're not going to air every week, or does that mean that they're going to start airing two-week and three-week-old content? I wasn't sure about that, but it sounds like a terrible idea for a show that almost nobody's watching anyway.
6: Are the ratings for it that bad?
4: I I think they were their highest ever with Bret Hart last week. Um, But, yeah, no, they're bad. They're bad. You're talking just a couple hundred thousand people.
6: Well, I mean, you figure the audience for the show is only so much. It's not like Backstage can attract more people than Raw or SmackDown can. It's always going to have, and you're always going to yeah. have a fringe audience watching a show like Backstage anyway. So, and
4: it, it's, buried on an, it's buried on an inoffensive night, Tuesday night. Uh, it's against us, which, like, right there, that tells you, because obviously we're a huge ratings jugger now. Oh, we're taking okay. away from you them like Rogan Allen and not even. Uh,
11: yeah, I, even Seriously. <laughs>
4: I, um, Yeah,
9: and it's on FS1,
4: which to me is like has slightly less reach than
6: vocnation.com. All right, you're in ESPN eight territory there.
4: Yeah, exactly. Like you, you know, you're with like European tetherball.
6: <laughs> you know, you know,
11: Kathy,
4: I used to se- I used to set the uh, the alarm to go off at four o'clock in the morning so I could watch the European vo- women's volleyball amazing stop. It was on ESPN 17. Why? You just see Olga jumping up. As she slams it, you know? It's amazing.
2: Why? Why? (laughs) Why?
6: Why? Why does he say these things, or why do you continue to subject yourself to it week after week?
15: (laughs) Why does he keep up about things like
11: that. <laughs> uh, oh, we all got a little man.
4: European in us, Cassie. Oh,
11: please, Brady. No, there's, there's, a, there's a college <laughs>
6: joke right there. 914-338. <laughs> one,
11: <four>, <laughs>
4: 1885. Oh, wow. uh, <laughs> oh, boy. So that's, uh, that's where we are. Um, I, I noticed that, uh, I noticed that um, the O.C. Nation, uh, the numbers are continuing to grow, and I, th- I think that's absolutely amazing. Um, and, yeah, like, I'm, I'm proud to say that we're a part of that. But there have been so many uh, just great efforts on the show. For example, tonight, uh, Shelly Martinez for two hours, or I guess it was only an hour, but uh, talking all about the, uh, the movement that's going on. You know that because Shelly, I've seen her named in numerous reports, you know, um, so Shelley was very open and very honest tonight, and oh, well, that's what I'm hearing from people. I haven't seen him. I haven't listened myself, but I'm going to. Uh, but just absolutely great stuff going on with the VOC Nation right now. So I'm very happy to be a part of it. I am. Um, yeah. Anything else? It is such a slow night, man. Like I feel like if Mickey Knuckles wasn't coming on, we could call it a
3: night. Like
4: <laughs> there's literally nothing <laughs> else.
3: Ready? Remember, uh, this, this photo still cracks me up. Uh, like Shelly, while back had an uh, action figure of Batista, and she was giving like the thumbs down too.
11: <laughs> <laughs> I did see
4: that.
3: Yeah, never a fan of
4: Batista. Apparently,
3: never a fan.
4: What's up with the Nature Boy, man? Why, him and Randy Orton? How about that?
3: It was odd. <laughs> it was definitely a little strange.
4: <laughs> player's only going to have Triple H with him when it's all over, or is Triple H going to turn on him too?
11: Uh, uh, anything can happen.
4: <laughs> oh, man.
5: <laughs> yeah.
11: Oh, man. Did you
4: see Vince McMahon called Angel Garza the next uh, Eddie Guerrero? I thought that was a very
3: high priest. The way he looks, he looks like the next El Matador. It's like Tito
16: yeah, Santana's guard.
11: He's dressed like him, yeah.
16: <laughs> Arriba. Isn't that it, Cavi? Arriba.
13: <laughs> oh, man.
15: Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> I
11: can't
4: think of anything funny to say. I'm tapped
15: well guys a great show uh... <laughs>
3: did, did, did you see Nia Jax fall off her chair when R-Truth did a split the other night
11: yes, yes. <laughs> R-Truth is a
3: national oh. treasure man oh I love that dude I love that guy
4: I love how he's like Agreeing to like help Drew McIntyre defend, defend the, the title, I thought that was amazing.
3: <laughs> I can't wait for his game show. Oh my god!
12: That's gonna be so good. Yeah, it's,
3: it's, it's going to
4: be on WWE Network, right?
12: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs>
4: so we're going to be the contestants, other wrestlers.
3: I think so. I can't wait
4: Oh, Kathy, I just remembered Yes The Undertaker retired this week
15: Yes, he did Officially
4: Until the next pay-per-view hits (laughs) You have no retirement I was saying (laughs) Oh my god (laughs) I was saying You know I'm sitting through five one hour documentaries about the Undertaker talking about retiring for all five hours Uh, he better damn retire when this is over (laughs) it is a shame I mean it is a shame because like um, after all the really great stuff that he did and he really was like so important to WWE for so many years um, that he couldn't even really go out with a real match he went out with like a movie But they made him look great. That was a great movie. They made made him look like a conquering hero. So. Just crazy. Just crazy. Because, like, I was a young 12-year-old fan, Matt, when he started. And I'm 42 now. (laughs) Isn't it nuts? because he was a mystery guy and I was hoping it was going to be Andre the Giant coming back.
6: Hey, there. Are, and, and think of it this way. There are plenty of wrestlers who retire by the time they're 42. Oh,
9: yeah. yeah.
6: So like, I think Sean was pitch. <laughs> so yeah. think about that. Before you would have even been old enough to do it, you could have been retired, even if you'd started when you were, like, 18, you could have been retired before The Undertaker was.
11: Whoa.
6: Uh, yeah.
3: Yeah.
11: Yeah.
4: It's crazy. It, it is crazy to think about, to, to, uh, to kind of look at, uh, I mean, even, like, as critical as I've been of him, you know, what he's been kind of getting too old to do, and it's like, at the same time, you know, mm-hmm. other than Vince McMahon, I don't see anybody, or Shane McMahon, I don't see anybody into their 50s flying around like that, doing everything
6: that he was doing. No. So, I mean, I mean he like, took some risks like, that were probably unnecessary at this point in his career. So, course, but, yeah. yeah you're, like, you're
4: right. almost landed on his head, like, about five times that I can think of. yeah I mean listen I I thought it was was a little strange to see him retire by documentary but when I saw what they were doing and how they were dragging this out I kind of figured that was probably it now why Kathy I never really got an answer and I never really understood why is it that he left his boot and his hat and, and his robe in the ring four years ago yet continue to wrestle. Well,
11: yeah, because that is the significance of is not available.
17: Stop me.
4: Excuse me one second, guys. Hi, Mickey. It's Brady Hicks here. We're calling for the interview. I hope you're available. Uh, if you want to give us a call, and we can still do this thing, that would be great. 914-338-1885. Uh, that number again is 914-338-1885. Um, We're going to take a commercial break right now, guys. And uh, we're just going to try and get our our ducks in a row here. Uh, Mickey, I will text her the number as well. And, uh, yeah,
6: we'll be right back. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide.
1: VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks, having started way back in 2010. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern and In the Room, featuring pro wrestling illustrator Fred Hicks and WCW alum, The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Adon, Nito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Dangerous Danny Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more.
9: Whatever's going on in the world today. VOCNation.com Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com WCW Retro
1: This is a switch the Doctor of Style, and you're listening to VOC Nation.
3: Check out In the Room. Every Tuesday night at 9, listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's
4: Brady Hicks, former WCW star, Stroh Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm.
5: And you and Ray are there, too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests, like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party.
6: Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then, uh, I didn't get pregnant either.
0: General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could
13: have
0: planned? Sometimes the world looks perfect,
5: nothing to rearrange.
0: Sometimes you just get a feeling like you need
11: all
4: right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. We're live. We're on the air. It's in the room on the VOC Nation radio network at VOCNation.com. Brady Hicks here with me. Kathy Maestro from WCW. Of course, Matt Grimm. And joining us on the line right now, a very special guest. Somebody I've been a fan of for a long, long time now. Uh, <laughs> tremendous, tremendous wrestler by the name of Mickey Knuckles. Mickey, what's going on? How you doing tonight? Oh, uh, hey, how are you? <laughs> Doing good. So happy to have you. Uh, I, You know, I can remember uh, years ago, the first time that I actually saw you uh, was on TNA Impact Wrestling. You know, and I, I think a lot of fans kind of remember that time very fondly. It was kind of a shorter period. Uh, you got hurt around that time, I believe, with your leg, and uh, it was never quite the same. Uh, kind of looking back, your career has really taken a lot of crazy twists and turns, hasn't it?
15: Um, I guess you could say that. It's kept me on my toes anyway.
11: <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, uh, you know, for those who haven't been following along at home, tell us some of the stuff you've been up to.
15: Oh, I have three beautiful children now. Uh, currently, I'm, I'm working at a hospital during this whole pandemic, a hospital oh, and boy. a lawyer's office part-time, yeah. So I get to uh I get to experience all the craziness, and I work in a hospital in downtown Louisville. So the protests and stuff are literally right outside our doors.
5: Oh my god! Um, yeah, so it's, it's it's
15: just it's just mayhem here. I uh, I used to think I saw it all with wrestling shows, and whew, this this is I, just I was, uh, every day is a new adventure. Wow, I I was gonna say
4: what what's scarier, working in a hospital during this time. Or uh, being in a death match.
11: Uh, <laughs> I mean
15: the death match you can see the, the the weapons and the and the devices right in front of you with this pandemic.
13: Yeah. <laughs> you
15: don't know who has it. You don't it's you know, like the the nobody knows anything about it. They don't know if you can get it again. They don't know if asymptomatic people are, are the ones giving it to people like Nobody knows anything. At first, we were told it's not airborne. Then we were told, oh, it is airborne. And now we're being told, no, 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 no it's droplet, which it, it can go projectile for six feet in the air and then and then fall. So, you know, as long as you say six feet and then it's just, like I said, every day is a guessing game on, on what's going on, um, you know, the hospital rules and regulations, things like that. So it just, it, it just I'd rather be in a death match to be honest.
11: I know what I'm getting myself
15: into there.
11: <laughs> oh my and I worked down,
15: work down in the radiology department, so that's where they okay. initially start screening people for COVID. Oh, man. You know, they send them to that's the x first, and you have to get a chest x-ray, and then they send you over to CT um, to do a chest CT there to see if you've got anything that looks like it would be COVID. And then they order the, the test and have you tested. So, like, we get we get people – here that we don't know if they have it, if they're just having a bout of allergies or some kind of upper respiratory issue and so we have to constantly be on guard And it's pretty
4: scary it's got to be scary too knowing that you have little ones at home that you're coming home to not knowing from day to day what you're dealing with, That I, I can't even imagine it's like at least the hardcore wrestling um, like you leave the ring and it's over it's supposed to be yeah
13: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
9: well, um, I mean, why why, why deathmatch wrestling? I, I
4: I think a lot of fans I, I have to have to wonder. is that something that you kind of set out to do from the beginning?
15: No, not from the beginning. During during my tra- I trained for a year and a half, and during my training, mm-hmm. um, of mm-hmm. course, I saw talent come and go, including including women. And I was like, okay, so one thing the hero. And Poole and Tracy Smothers and all of them were kind of preaching to me Was making myself a commodity Making me something that would add to a wrestling show You know, if you look at me, I've always been a, a stout girl um, So I knew I wasn't going to be the bells and whistles the pretty, the pretty one on the card And then I'm like, okay, so what do I have that other girls don't? Well, I've got an incredibly high pain tolerance I always have I'm pretty stubborn when I get my mind set to something I'm going to do it so I was like, okay, well, let's try because I saw, you know, I saw some women try to do the deathmatch wrestling over in the states, but it wasn't to the extreme that I felt like the guys brought it. I'm like, okay, so what can I do to do to make myself somebody that people are gonna want to see to make myself an oddity in a world full of circus freaks? Um, and deathmatch wrestling just seems like it would be a natural fit, you know, and, and I. I was lucky enough to have some of the best deathmatch wrestlers around me um, so I could pick their brain and kind of get, you know, the feel of what the psychology, because believe it or not, deathmatch wrestling is supposed to have psychology, and it's just like every other wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. Nowadays, mm-hmm. let's see who, we, who what we can do, the craziest bumps, and there's no psychology to it, and so then it's kind of lost in, in the transition. Um, so I, I kind of got to pick the Pick the brains of some really amazing people. I remember getting to sit down and talk to Terry Funk one time as we were at the gathering and I got to pick his brain a little bit about deathmatch wrestling and he basically told me I was a dumbass if I did it and I was like well I'm a dumbass so, but I knew I had to do something in order to make people go oh this girl's different and I wanted to yeah. be a hybrid before I knew what it was called I wanted to be a hybrid wrestler You know, there was no hybrid wrestlers. There was either just the deathmatch guys or the technical and strong style guys. So I wanted to be a hybrid, and so I I set out to be the first woman hybrid.
4: That's interesting. Uh, That is really cool. Uh, Now, kind of looking back, obviously, since you broke in for a few years ago, um, wrestling, and in particular women's wrestling, I feel like its perception has changed so much. Have you noticed that change?
15: Um. See, here's here's the thing with with women's wrestling, and I don't know if it the mentality that I had coming in, if the if it's the way I perceived myself to others. I I mean, yeah, I had to work a little bit harder to be accepted, even on you know the bare minimum of levels. Um, I had to do more, as Mark will put it to me once, you know, because I was a girl, I was gonna have to work hundred and ten percent, not just the hundred percent, the hundred ten percent just to be decent. Um, okay, and and i I felt that like during training, there was guys that refused to work with me because I was a female. um I've, I've been on wrestling shows where guys are just dead set, not working with a female. It's stupid, and I can do it and teach their own. I mean, a lot of people don't like intergender matches. A lot of people do. Um, But for my first year into wrestling, I had over 360 matches because I would show up at shows, and they would put me in multiple matches because I was there and I Mm -hmm. had my gear, and I was willing to work with both guys and girls. And a lot of the the lower-grade shows, the ones that don't have the bigger names, you know, they were more willing to say, okay, let's put her in these two matches and see how she does. So I got a lot of, over, like, overexposure to different types of wrestling and different people and different groups, different crowds. And then eventually the boys in the back just started thinking, I guess, talking to me like one of the girls or one of the guys. And so I, I really wasn't, like, after I got past the, the milestone, I guess, of, okay, is she going to be... In here, just to get with the guys, or
13: is she gonna be in here just,
15: you know, to do it, be a wrestler? I think after I got after the past that milestone of where everybody was questioning where my intentions were, um,
11: mm-hmm.
15: I don't know. I didn't really see a big difference in the way t- people treated me as opposed to the other guys. Can't say the same for some promoters or some, even my trainers, but for the most part, I was very, um, I was very spoiled.
4: That's interesting. i kind of looking back on everything that you've done in your career. Is there any like highlight or moment that kind of jumps out at you as like your favorite?
15: There's several. I mean, even as many concussions as I've had, I remember pinnacle moments. I remember, you know, being in the ring with two called Scorpio and getting to wrestle him because his opponent no show that day. And I happened to get incredibly lucky. Um, I remember wrestling with Necro Butcher, and then Necro Butcher, you know, I was, I was wrestling a deathmatch tournament, and I was wrestling brain damage, and brain damage, Marv was such a great guy, such a nice guy. Okay. And he was like, Nikki, I just don't want to, I don't want to hit you. And I remember Necro, this is like well after me and Necro had a match. And I remember Necro jacking up against the wall, like, if you don't hit her like you would another man, when you get back here, I'm going to beat the crap out of you. He didn't say crap, but you know. And uh, and so I I remember, I remember that I remember Pondo the 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 promo that Pondo cut in a ring during a deathmatch tournament where the the storyline was because it was I mean it was a shoot but the storyline was you know I was fighting to get a spot in the key and Pondo was like you know I've seen girls in Japan that's done it you know give her a chance let's see what she can do and and I you know I he didn't have to cut that promo. It wasn't really planned. He just went out there and said what he thought he was going to say. And I've had a lot of guys do that for me, and that's that thing. My match against LaFisto, I wrestled so many death matches that weekend because I, I participated in double death and then turn around and I did Queen of the Death where we had to do a round-robin tournament because I had too many no-shows and I was exhausted. And then going to the finals with me and LaFisto, I remember both of us just looking at each other you know, we're both a bloody mess, and we're worn out, and we're tired, and we've done everything we could think of, you know, all week long, and we literally just looked at each other and said, okay, let's just go beat the shit out of each other and have fun. Wow. We went out there. When we got in the back, it was so funny because she's got such a thick French-Canadian accent, and when I get yeah. tired, my my southern accent comes out badly. And so <laughs> I'm, we're in the back, and I can't understand what she's saying to me, but we're so happy about the match. I mean, we're exhausted, but we're so happy. And I remember, like, both of us talking, and people in and go, do you understand either one of these two people? And then it was like, oh. No. And so, like, but we perfectly understood what we were trying to say. So, I mean, like, I've got little moments that I remember here and there, um, you know, that I carry with me always. I forgot That's a cool. lot, though. So I'm just going to be honest. I've had 24 concussions, <laughs> and I forget a lot of stuff.
5: Oh boy,
4: it's a well. Listen, I, as a fan, I can I can tell you that um I enjoyed a lot of it. I really did. Uh, you mentioned Lufisto, and I always thought that you guys, uh, for whatever reason, you know, it just felt like you guys just belonged together in the ring. Is Lufisto one of your favorite opponents, or is that just something that I perceived as a fan?
15: No, she is. I, I love working with Luffy. Uh, it's it's. It's so weird, you know, people, especially women being around other women, sometimes you get this feeling of cattiness or sometimes you get this feeling of because spots were so limited for girls when, when I was training, um, you got this feeling of, okay, somebody's going to get this spot and it's going to be me. And so there was that animosity for a while. Um, mm mm-hmm. But with with LaFisto, it was never like that. Every time I I knew I was going to be on a card with her, I knew I was going to have fun at least in the locker room. Um, and she's somebody that is incredible. I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. LaFisto is the embodiment of everything that is right with women's wrestling. So, I mean, when I think of women's wrestling, I'm, I'm training two girls now, and one of the people I tell them to watch, because she was the original hybrid wrestler, she was the one that men could wrestle against, and it was yeah. good because, I mean, she was killing it. And she's the only person I know that can step away from wrestling because they found out she had a hole in her heart, get it fit, come back, and she's ten times better than she was when she left. Wow. Like, that right there to me, like, that she just, she has such a high political that she's on with me. For me to, you know, to show women and be like, this is what you should strive to be. Somebody that's strong, independent, opinionated, but at the same time, somebody that can can be in a locker room with everybody else and have such a, you know, um, a humbleness about her. Like she 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 doesn't act like her. She doesn't think she she's in the locker room because she's one of the guys. She's one of the wrestlers. One of the boys. Whatever you want to call it. And, and she's just great. I love Luffy, so I don't have anything bad to ever say about her. If somebody did, I'd be like, Well, oh, that's not the gen I know. So, I mean,
11: hmm. that's what it is. But,
15: no, Luffy is my spirit animal.
4: <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Uh, you mentioned uh, training some girls. What's that experience been like for you, kind of passing along your knowledge to the, uh, the next generation?
15: Um well these two girls I have are incredible like are super young, one of which is sixteen,
11: I believe, getting right
15: on seventeen, the other one is a young twenty year old um girl who both of them had been previously trained by other trainers. But the okay. problem with that is a lot of trainers will train people uh train girls just to be the kids and ass of their show. They're happy if they can take a few bums. Uh, they don't have to really contribute too much to, you know, as far away as the storylines or anything like that. I, I have found that a lot of trainers have, have trained girls like that. And I think it's, it's well, I mean, it's, it's doing them a disservice. One, because if you're going to train your homegrown talent, you would think you'd want to put your best foot out there. You would think that you want these girls to go out there kill it. So that way you, you were known for training girls properly and having the next generation of these girls come up and strong and, and, yeah. you know, with all that knowledge, but it, it really feels like, and there's going to be trainers everywhere that just take your money and do the bare minimum and send you on your way, you know? Um, and, and that just ticks me off to no end. But these two girls, I mean, like I said, they, they were trained before quite a few bad habits, but that happens. So we're going through where I'm just, going through everything with a fine tooth comb and, and kind of critiquing them. I'm a little harsh. I mean hell I'm harsh on myself. I hate watching my own matches because I will I will tear me apart. Um <laughs> but no, they're coming along great and I uh, it feels good to to actually look at girls and be like, okay, this you know, am I am I making this into is this going to be somebody in the locker room that's beneficial that you know, everybody around them can not only work together, but learn together, grow together, and swing into the right direction. And I feel like I'm trying to contribute that back to wrestling with these, with these two new trainees. So I'm hoping I don't screw up too bad. You know, it's kind of like being a parent. You just take a shot in the dark and do the best you can and hope you don't screw out, screw them up too much. So that's where we're at with him.
4: I um I I hate to take it in this direction but but I got to ask you Mickey. Uh you know you're talking about ahead. taking wrestling in the right direction. Uh the direction that you see wrestling headed in light of everything that's kind of been said mm-hmm. this past week, uh you know a lot of accusations and stuff like that. I mean, we don't need to get into specifics or whatever. But what what do you think about like the future of wrestling? What do you think about uh the guys and girls that are in it and 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 the prognosis for things to get better?
15: You know, this okay. So I know you're talking about this whole movement with the list, yeah. and and everything else. And here's and here's my take on that. Okay, so you've got this list, and you don't know who's put these names on there. You don't know the stories behind most of them, you know. And then the stories you do hear are just heartbreaking, and it should have never happened, and should have could have woulda, you know. Hindsight's twenty twenty, whatever. Here's what I'm hoping with this. I am really hoping we could take this massive negative, this, this, this taintedness on wrestling, on women's wrestling, pro wrestling in general, and I'm hoping that with through some positives that we can turn this around and make things better. Um, however, my biggest fear with any movement, let alone with this one, is you're going to have those true stories. You're going to have those those people who have gone through tremendous um, heartbreak, who, who have been through horrendous things in their lives, especially with wrestling and with other people. But then you're going to have these other people who are going to be vindictive because, you know, somebody's jaded them or somebody made them mad. And then they're going to, you know, take advantage of this new movement and throw themselves into it you play a victim because you and I both know there's people in this world that love to play victim even when nothing's done to them. And it's going to bring down this movement that's so powerful right now to where it's going to be chopped up as, you know, all if one story's found out to be false and because somebody's been vindictive or hateful, that's going to be now the negative entity that's going to be associated with this movement. And and those yeah. people who were brave enough to come out and speak about it are now going to be deemed, you know, just like, you know, the people trying to get the, the 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 sympathy and the the woe is me and pity party. Um and that's my biggest fear. I I'm hoping it doesn't go that way, but human nature and everything in history has taught us that it does. Um and and I'm really, really praying that those assholes just keep to themselves for this one thing. Just try not to make themselves out to be a victim or a martyr of any kind. Just let these women yeah. who have had all this issue, let these people, because it's not just women. It's men, too. It's people of every type of, of race, gender, you know, sexual orientation that are, are being mistreated. I'm really hoping that, you know, we can keep the positive going, that we can we can call these actions out that there can be some healing for the, for the people that have been affected and we can build and move on. Um, and then that's, that's what I'm going to, I'm hoping, I'm just praying it's not going to be tainted,
4: um,
18: but
15: I've got a real bad feeling that it will. Wow.
4: Yeah. Well, I, I hope that, I, uh, I, I, I hope that that doesn't happen. I really do. Um, Kind of looking back, I, I was thinking about your uh, your TNA run, uh, in particular, the first run. that uh, was kind of messed up when you had that injury. Um, the timing was just horrible because I felt like you were in a position where you were really going to make traction in that company. Is that the perception that you had with, with TNA Wrestling, that uh, you were going to be somebody that was going to be around for a while and really kind of catch on there?
15: I'm going to say no, and here's why. Okay. Okay. So when I was when I started with TNA, I was still living in the household with one of my trainers and his family, and it was to the point of of an indentured servant. I never got my paydays. He he would take my paydays and tell me it was for bills, and then take it and blow it at a casino, Um, or he would just tell me that I worked for my room and board. If I needed personal items, and even then I wouldn't be given money, they would go and buy them for me. Um, I was very much under thumb um, to the point of – I can't tell this story without context because then people are going to say, oh, well, you know, poor Pitiful Mickey. It's not a poor Pitiful Mickey situation. I was a young girl. I I never really had a dad before. My family completely disowned me because of wrestling. My mom died when I was 13. I just wanted to be a part of something. I wanted to be a part of a family. And because I trained with somebody that, you know, was highly manipulative and abusive, um, it it, it just completely took everything from me. So when I started TNA, I was a cash cow. I was starting to pay off for them. When... I really think breaking my leg was actually something that was good luck for me because if I would have never broke my leg, I would have never seen or experienced what happened afterwards to make me inevitably go, okay, I can't be around these people anymore, you know, to kind of like take my own health in, in to assessment. Um, so I wow. broke my leg, and they did the surgery, the first surgery. And in November of that year, they told me I was ready to go back to wrestling. So I had tried to keep going back to wrestling, but I couldn't run or jump or lift my leg. Now, I was still doing rope matches. The the promoter was still putting me in matches, a lot of hardcore matches. I was still taking bookings because bills had to be paid, but the pain in my leg was crazy bad. Um, so in April, so from November to April, I would go to the hospital and tell them something is wrong. I need to know what's wrong. And they would tell me everything from it was phantom pains to I was just trying to get pain pills. Mind you, I didn't even take my own pain pills. My promoter took those for for me. I mostly smoked weed because that's what the boys brought me. Um, Or he would, you know, promoter would get and and share with me, Um, which inevitably, I guess, saved me from addiction, which, you know, I should probably thank him for. Um, And then when I went back in April, they told me that my leg had never healed. They pulled up the November X-ray and there was an inch and a half gap. It's the two, two pieces of bone with the rod on it. Oh, my God. So then I had to schedule a second surgery. By the time I scheduled a second surgery, it was so close to TPI, I was told that I had to reschedule it for later because I needed to be able to put up and take down the ring and run concessions and gimmicks and because TPI is one of the biggest weekends. So I rescheduled. Well, he ended up canceling TPI that year. So I rescheduled for no reason. And then... Like there was a whole series of shit that happened. He you know, I he tried to kill me, um and and I left right before my second surgery. Um, I went back to have my second surgery and came home and were amazed because it took me after I had my second surgery, it only took me two and a half, three months to heal. And you know where before it didn't heal at all. There was no progress or nothing. They put in a bigger rod, shaved down my my right leg is an inch and a half shorter than my left leg now, so because the, they had to shave down the bone a little bit more. But oh my God, the doctors were like, you know, you, you're healing at a great rate. We're we're really impressed with it. You know, we're happy with it. I really feel like, and I don't I don't believe I don't have like a a big belief in God. I don't go to church or anything like that. I probably should, but. I really believe that I broke my leg for a reason. I broke my leg because I needed to get out of that situation because if I stayed there, if I didn't break my leg and I kept going to TNA to work, it I would have been yeah. bled dry. There would have been nothing left of me. Um, I wouldn't have been able to come back to wrestling because, I, I mean, I would, have, I would have been worked to the ground. And then, wow. you know, by the time I realized, I wouldn't have had my kids. I wouldn't – I mean, so – breaking my leg in hindsight for me was the best thing to happen to me.
4: Wow. That's, that's crazy. I, (laughs) I had, God bless you. I had no idea you were going through all that. Wow. Um, I I don't want to poo poo any of it. I don't, but like you come back from this injury. I, I can only imagine how scary it must be the first time you go to jump off a rope or to jump off whatever. Knowing what happened to you, I, was was that a fear in the back of your mind for a while?
15: Oh, I'm definitely gun shy. Like I, I okay. definitely, I don't do heights. Um, <laughs> if I do <laughs> heights, if I do heights, I must really trust you. Um, but I don't. I don't really do heights anymore. I I stick to what I know. and What I know is pigs don't fly. Neither does Mickey Knuckles. So. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> So if I live by that, maybe I'll live a little longer. But for the most part, I am so gun shy. Like, I can't help it. when If I get up to a height that I, I'm so uncomfortable with, my leg, my right leg, you'll see it, will start shaking uncontrollably. There's nothing I can do to stop it. It's like my body wow. is, is remembering the pain that my leg went through. And it's like you yeah. dumb bitch! I can't believe you're doing this
11: to me again. So <laughs> <laughs> Well, wow.
4: I mean, God bless you. Listen, you've um, you managed to turn a bunch of negatives into real positives. It seems like in your life, so so kudos to you for that, Mickey. It's um, uh, because I think a lot of fans kind of look back on a lot of the stuff that you've done, and uh, you're very memorable for sure. Um, actually, one fan in particular asked if he could ask you a question, and I don't normally do this. But would that be okay if I put the stand on to ask you a question? Sure, go ahead. Okay. So we got John here. I don't know if you know John, but you might from the (laughs) conventions or whatever. Uh,
18: John, what's going on? Hey, what's up? Yeah, I I messed up because of the year so far, but happy birthday to Mickey Knuckles because I did give her a rap song when we got back as friends again.
4: Oh. (laughs) Yeah,
18: happy. Did did you have a question for Mickey? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What were your initial impressions when before the death match started in 2006 with everyone? When it started having with the matches with Miss Jeff, what are your thoughts on like you did the bloody like first blood match and you also by then did the cage match? Like what were those earlier memories before the Queen of the Death matches started? And I believe 06.
15: You said what are my earliest memories? Oh yeah, before yeah, the death matches memory, came right. in the.
4: He, he mentioned the steel cage remember? in the first blood. I think yeah.
15: I remember having the match with Mischief in the steel cage in some place in Illinois. I do remember that. Um, I had never had one before. I remember cramming like it was a final exam. I was watching every steel cage match that I could going all the way back, you know, to the, the late 80s. And I'm like, okay, this is what they're doing. Okay, so why are they doing, like, because in my mind, I have to associate why am I going to do this? What's the purpose? behind this. I, there has It has to make sense to me or I just can't do it. So I'm just one of those people. Um, and I remember being in the back with Mischief, and I, I love Mischief is an amazing person. Um, but I remember being in the back with her, and she had never done one either, and we were talking and just going through things, and she said, well, all else fails. <laughs> she, <laughs> she said, all else fails, just use the cage. And she said it as she went out the door. Well, I didn't hear her. And I'm like, what did she say? So I'm freaking out thinking she called something else. And I'm like grabbing everybody. I'm like, did you hear what she said? And they're like, no. So I get in the ring, and I have this deer and headlights look. And I'm like, I don't know what she said, but I know this broad is really flexible. And I know if I go to lock up with her and I can't remember what she said, she can roundhouse my ass. <laughs> like, you'll see me as I go oh my through God. the first lockup. I'm looking at her legs going, please, dear God, don't hurt me. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, Mickey, uh, you've had a lot of ups and downs in your career. You mentioned wanting to be a hybrid wrestler. You certainly got into all the hardcore stuff. If you, if you had to uh, do it all again, the good, the bad, the ugly, um, would you take the same path that you have in life?
15: Oh God, no! <laughs> I took the okay. hardest path, like the hardest path. It's like God laid out three paths for me, and He's like, "All right, Nikki, here's three paths. <laughs> Choose one." But I'm gonna let you know right now, this one here is the hardest one. So don't pick number three because it's the hardest one. And I was like, "You know what? Fuck it, God. I'm gonna pick number three. <laughs> like that's exactly what I did. And I'm like, "You did it your crazy. way, though." That ain't yeah. worse. I was yeah. like, I did, I did everything that you're not supposed to do. But now if turning a negative into a positive. Now I know what to tell yeah. my girls, you know, when I'm training them. This is what you don't do. Don't do this. This is going to be bad. If you're not comfortable with jumping off, now I know I know how to spot a, a skeezy promoter because I've seen it. I know how to tell when a promoter is going to try to string you along and not pay you. I know when you show up at a building the first time you know, thing that you absolutely must do. Otherwise you're going to have heat with everybody and you don't even know it. Like I know all the don'ts now and, and I'm comfortable with all the don'ts that all that's left is do's.
4: I listen, I, 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 think, um, if there's a moral to the story, it's, uh, you know, you've been able to turn negatives into positives uh, almost across the board. And I, and I think that's tremendous Mickey. you're very resilient and uh again thank you so much for the time tonight. Um I I did have a question before we let you go and I hope that's okay. Okay. Um I that's was fine. I was hoping we could get you to record uh what we call a bumper to play on the beginning of the show. Would that be okay?
9: Okay. That's fine.
4: Sure. Um so the name of the show is in the room. If you could just kind of tell people who you are, remind them that it's they're a, listening in, to in the room. It, in in, in, the, in room. the room. Yes. Yes. Okay. And whenever you're ready, just uh yeah, that's it.
15: Okay. This is Mickey Knuckles, and you are listening to In the Room.
4: Mickey, thank you so much. I, if uh, what's your social media like, if people want to kind of follow along with you?
15: Um, I've, I've got Twitter. I've I've just got all this stuff. I've got Twitter, Instagram. I've got Facebook. <laughs> I somebody's trying to hook me up with a couple other things, like a Snapchat. I don't know. So, like, I'm i You got to remember, I'm a mom, so. <laughs> like, like I'm literally like the I've got my reading glasses on um, the tip of my nose going, Okay, what button do I push to do what? But I'm working it. Like I'm I'm getting a handle. Um and it's it's love it. my, my either my seven year old daughter is teaching me how to do stuff or my nine year old son. Hell my four year old even taught me how to play Fortnite the other day. So, I mean I'm <laughs> I'm getting with the times. But I do have I have uh I have a Twitter, it's OG um, I've got a Facebook. It's Mickey Knuckles. I've got um, Instagram. It's at, uh, at Mickey Knuckles. Like I try to keep everything just Mickey Knuckles. Uh, I've got a couple mm-hmm. people working on on a website for me, which that's just great. I've had so many people just offer to, you know, come out of the woodwork and to create like content for me, websites. I've got a couple other people working on some. Uh, I got one guy working on a, a comic book uh about me so that I think that's gonna be super cool especially after you told me the storyline um and i mean I've, I've just got like a 2020 it sucks this year freaking sucks i hate it you know oh my god the play, <laughs> you know you've got you've got the uh the covid you've got the, the protests. you've got the you know the the new the new movements you've got all this negative the horn murder hornets I mean like seriously god seriously calm down okay um, you've got all this stuff, you know, I, I'm getting divorced this year. You've got all this crazy, crappy stuff. I really hope like it starts like half the way through the year we're at now. I really hope God's like, okay, let's turn on a light bulb and, uh, and get rid of some of these crappy situations. So, I mean, what do you starting to look a little up movement? At least we're addressing the issues and trying to fix it Yeah. with the protests, yeah. doing the same thing. I was down there protesting with them, uh. I want to say a week and a half ago, I went down there to check on all my people and, and protest with them and stuff because I get what they're doing and okay. I admire it. Um, so, I mean, yeah, look for a whole bunch of stuff to come out. I know, I know we started a walk with Pondo movement where every night at 1030 we walk with Pondo, so
4: good times. Keep an eye out for that. Uh, Mickey, thank you so much for the time tonight. I I, I really enjoyed it, and uh, uh, God bless you for overcoming everything that you have. It's, uh, it, it's a really great story. Uh, he already it really has.
15: Is. If you see my three babies, you'll see. He's already blessed me with everything I wanted and more.
4: Well, c- congratulations on that. Take thank care, you. Mickey. Bye-bye. You
11: too.
4: That was the one and only Mickey Knuckles. Uh, huge fan, by the way. I, I absolutely loved... Loved, loved that interview. Uh, so what we're going to do right now, we're going to take a quick commercial break. I, I know we've had a couple already, uh, but we just got to get some stuff in order on our end, and then we'll come back and we'll dive right into the caller's Uh
11: <laughs>
4: You know how they say you shouldn't dive headfirst into shallow water? Uh, well, we have deep, oh, yeah. deep, deep water, and we're going to be diving as hard and head first as we can, and hopefully we don't split our heads on the bottom nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five this is in the room on the VOC nation radio network. Be right back. Winning
9: season returns at MyBookie. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means survivor super contest and squares. At MyBookie, winning season means hitting all your parlays and props with your feet up, watching your team trounce their rival. Rejoice. It's time to celebrate the NFL season. Invest in your intuition. Use promo code VOCNATION. All one word, no spaces, and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play designed to add more excitement, To the sports you love and the games you bet. From live betting to championship futures, every play you want to make is waiting at MyBookie. It's simple make your pick, win big, collect your cash. Use promo code VOCNATION, all one word, no spaces, and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today. Only at my bookie.
1: This is a slip to the Doctor of Style, and you're listening to VOC Nation.
4: Check out In The Room. Every
3: Tuesday night at 9, listen in.
4: Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star, Stroh Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm.
3: And you and know, there, too, right, Ray? We
5: sure are, and we've got great guests, like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party.
1: Every week, comedian King David Lane, and wrestler, promoter, Chris Best discuss the best and especially the worst in the world of wrestling with a heaping dose of comedy. Check us out live on VLCnation.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.
9: Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro talking old-school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, vocnation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation
0: radio network. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian, i Yeah, sure you're getting nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide.
1: VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks, having started way back in 2010. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Rednick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern and In the Room, featuring pro wrestling illustrator Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Adnan, Hito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Richard Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more.
14: Saturdays,
9: 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Wakey, wakey, eggs and biggie. The morning after right here on the VOC Nation radio network, Brady Hicks,
12: and...
9: Homeboy oh Rap
12: Boy here. I tell you what, we got a good show right here in the afternoon at 12 o'clock. Eastern Standard Time on the VOC Nation.
9: Talking wrestling, football, news, whatever's going on in the world today.
12: VOCNation.com.
9: Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW Star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's W.
4: All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to In the Room, right here on the VOC Nation Radio Network. And uh, that was the final commercial set of the evening, so don't worry, we're going to get to each and every one of you as you uh, drag your knuckles on the floor toward us. We we can't wait to talk to you, we really can't. Uh, Brady Hicks here. I've got Stro Maestro waiting in the wings, and we're also going to bring on uh, the one and only Ray Bogus. Ray, I hear congratulations are in order for you. How you doing, brother?
5: Oh, I'm just spectacular. I'm yeah, just spectacular. What a beautiful, <laughs> what a beautiful day.
4: Every, <laughs> every
5: day is a beautiful day.
4: <laughs> isn't it, though? <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> what, a,
5: what a great day. You know what, Brady? We should celebrate tonight. Yeah, do you want to just go straight to the callers?
4: Uh, sure. What a great sure. day. Are you on drugs?
5: No. Okay. <laughs> no. So should I explain?
13: <laughs> you might <as> well, yeah. <laughs> so
5: for the last, uh, and i've i've been i've been associated with this show on and off for the better part of you, you realize it's been like eight years. Wow, that's crazy. Almost nine. Almost nine.
4: It's a decade of destruction, almost.
5: It's a it's a decade of Um, (laughs) something. For the last for the the last six years, I have,
13: against my will,
5: uh, lived on the surface of the sun, in the the hottest, (laughs) sunniest place (laughs) on Earth, and and the thing is, you know, I grew up in the Midwest, and and you know, going to the East Coast and vacationing, no. I you know what it's like, and I know that that you and Kathy and Stro and Derek and, and all the listen most most of the listeners because we are we are at a, a you know Mike's out west the Mountain's out west, but most of our listeners are are East Coast and Midwest based. I know that all of you are sitting there going, "Well, well we, want we want sun, you want sun," you know, because we get clouds all the time. I got to tell you, here's the thing: when when it's a hundred in hell for like the for like the ninety fifth consecutive day, and there hasn't been a cloud in three months, it sucks <laughs> to mock you. <laughs> like you wake up, you wake up, and, yeah. and like you you say, "Oh, maybe today will be the day that I can go outside." And you can't. You just you you, you wake up and you wander out the door and take it a day. You don't know if you You have clothes on. Don't don't misunderstand. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, (laughs) um, uh, But you you, you wander out the door and you take a deep breath and it actually burns in your lungs. And then you say, not today, my friend. And you go back in the house uh, until the cover of nightfall. And that's really the only way that you can even passage of time. Is, Is it light or is it dark? That's, that's really, that's really it. Um, uh, but I, uh, I get to move to a much nicer place where I will make much, much more money. Uh, and that's I great. will not have to, yes. And I will not have to, God I will not you. have to live in an oven every day. So, you know, that'll, <laughs> that'll be good. Cause I, like I didn't understand this when I, when I grew up in, in, in
13: the areas that you know that, that we all live, um,
5: when these when these assholes
13: and they are assholes
5: when they say, "Oh, it's a dry heat," you know, like, I just want to take them, and just just shove them into their oven because that also is a drink. and you know, just see kind of how um, they like it. But I don't, I don't have to do that anymore, Brady. I don't. I just, you know, it's such a great day. And, and, you know he 's been such a great friend and and I love talking to Stroh, and I love talking to Derek, and I love talking to him just I you know, just I feel love bursting out of my heart, so you know then let 's face it that 'll be dead by next week. so you know, let's let 's celebrate let's let's take some calls let's let's celebrate let's, yeah let 's celebrate I wish I, I had
4: I, celebrate maybe, good
5: times queued up <laughs> that maybe and then maybe we could talk about that really really, really unfortunate
13: series of comments
4: made about session Banks. That, that would be bad. Oh, yeah, we can talk about that tonight. I mean, there's yeah. a couple of things, obviously. That, that was pretty crazy. That was pretty crazy. It was, also, Ray, it, it, it makes me worry. I, I don't think I've ever said anything that bad. Uh, but I got a lot of years of archives here that uh, <laughs> I don't remember everything I've said. But I can't imagine it was all good.
5: Uh, I think we're pretty much in the clear.
4: As long as I don't get signed by anybody, we're in the clear.
5: Well, oh, okay. Here's the thing. You
13: know, you've never done blackface.
5: No one on this show has ever like advocated for like rape or something. I think
11: we're, I think no. we're
4: good. I think we're I think good. So. We're, we're just having some good old fashioned fun, and not like Sammy Guevara fun. Like good old fashioned.
11: No. Fun.
5: Well, that's a different kind of fun.
4: Yeah, that is a different kind of fun apparently. <laughs> uh, so, not at all. Uh, 914-338-1885. Uh, yes. <laughs> before I get sidetracked, um, right, that, that's fantastic. I'm so happy for you. Um, I wanted to say, first of all, thank you to Mickey Knuckles, because I forgot to say that coming off the break. Second of all, Stro Maestro, obviously, you're with us. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you got going on
3: before we jump into the callers here. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, WCW Retro Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on BBCNation.com. Old school matches, dream matches, plus so much more is always a good time on WCW Retro. And then this Friday night, midnight Eastern Standard Time, the Stroh Zone returns on my Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash the Maestro. And Friday night's feature will be, no, other than the horror comedy. Flick known as Vampire Over London, starring Bella Lugosi. So, please tune in.
4: I love it. I love it. <laughs> Great stuff. Great stuff. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. So we're gonna dip into the callers here, and I'm gonna go first out to California. Uh, we're gonna try and hit you guys in the order that you called. So please be patient with us. Uh, we got we got time for everybody here tonight, uh, Mike. My brother?
17: Hey, crazy. How you doing? What is the word, <laughs>
4: my friend?
17: Oh, hey. How that's you doing? Great, man. Oh, real good. I just wanted, I wanted to say something before I talk about uh, Alexa. I just want to talk about I am so blessed to have a brother like Malcolm. I just want to tell you a few things he did that you don't hear about. When I was he's a great Navy, guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's wonderful. It, when I was in the Navy – uh, Malcolm, dad was on strike. Malcolm, Malcolm got this job. He dropped out of high school because he used to get teased all the time about his voice. See, Malcolm Malcolm never talked like he does now. He had a high-pitched voice, and he used to get teased about it all the time. And uh, when Malcolm was growing up, I, uh, we were in high school, or he was in high school. I was in the Navy. Dad was on strike, and he didn't have any money coming in. Malcolm... Took it. He dropped out of school. He cut this lady's yard and did all kinds of yard work and made more money than Dad was making while he was on strike. And he helped the family out. And he he took care of Dad. And Dad said, "Is there anything you want besides money from me to pay it back?" And Mel and Mel said, "No, Dad. I just want to go to some Raider football games and some wrestling matches with you." (laughs) Oh, wow!
11: That doesn't sound like him.
17: It, it, but Malcolm I want to tell you the time I was broke I didn't have any money I, I'd lost my job and Malcolm he paid me six thousand dollars he took care of my car he paid for a lot of stuff I loaned him well, i have given him money before I told him Malcolm i says i can't as you're my brother and a brother in Christ I said i can't I can't take money back like a you know when you give somebody like Justin, when I gave Justin two hundred dollars, they needed it. I said, Justin, I don't want the money back because you're my friend. You know. You so, gave Justin two hundred dollars. Well, yeah, to help him out one time as a. Wow. As a, okay. As, just try to be a friend. That's all. And I did. Wow, you, you guys
4: are good friends.
17: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I won't even return Malcolm. his phone calls. I feel bad now. <laughs> Malcolm. Malcolm was there for me, man. He, he helped me. And then at the funeral when Dad died, Papa in the middle When we're brother. at the wake, this will cheer you up, Papa Stroh, we're at the wake for Dad. Mal got up there. First I took the microphone. I said something sad. and I was was so sad about Dad. I was crying. Mal takes the microphone. He gets up there. His hands are shaking. You know how everybody's quiet like they're in a church? Mal gets up there and he says, what you're going to do when Phil Welp and that Wild well on you, brother, you know? Something That's like great. that. I wish we recorded that because Malcolm's always been there for me. He's been a good brother. And there's not a lot of guys who go to Macedonia and put their life on line for this country like Malcolm did and, and stand in the DMC right. in North, North and South Korea. Mel was on the DMC, you know? Wow. He, uh, he he went through a terrible life when he was younger. He got teased a lot, but I'm so proud of him now. He rebounded back, and he can do all these impersonations, you know. And I can't do that stuff. And he wants to be an yeah. actor, and you he know, he's a the personality. North. Yeah, but more to him. You I, know? I, feel like, right? I feel
4: like we're I feel like we're we're at the roast of Malcolm or something. Like just saying all this nice
13: well,
17: stuff. Sure, we have one of this <laughs> time. he's done a lot. Yeah. For- He's a great wrestling fan. He loves wrestling. He loves talking to Stroh. He loves talking to you. He loves talking to everybody. You know?
4: We love talking to him.
17: But can I tell you um, about all this hate that's going on right now and all this stuff? See, when when Adam sinned, when Adam sinned in the garden against God, God said sin would be born into man and the, the earth would be cursed. The earth was cursed ever since that sin came into Adam. And and with one man's sin, one man went to the cross and paid for that sin. You know, it's like you can't blame blame this hate. This hate that's coming out today is because, see, racism, hatred, all this stuff's not taught. It's not learned. It is born into a man's heart. Once that man Mm -hmm. gets right with God and calls on God, that sin is taken away. Look, for example, what happened to me. When I grew up, Dad took us to an all-black school, right? I got beat up for being white several times. I got busted up, bloodied up. We had riots. It was just after the right Martin Luther King situation. Now, yeah, I had hate in my heart. I started to hate back then because I didn't know God. Once I received God as my personal savior, he helped me take the hate away. That's what's wrong okay. in this world today. They don't know who God is. Because 65% of people claim to be Christians. Are they really? Do they really know God? If they knew God, there wouldn't be hate in this world. You know, that's what's wrong. Look at wrestling. Wrestling takes – we put too much politics in wrestling. Take the politics out. You'd have some good matches, you know. It, it's too don't political. be red. Don't it's,
4: be blue. Just be you, the OC
9: Nation. Yeah,
17: too many, too many wrestlers out there <laughs> on their tweets. You've seen it, you've seen it on Instagram. For all these movements, right? Yeah, brother. If they I really got want you. to help people, they they and then they, they draw the fans away. It, it, like, look at the nineties. There was good wrestling. There was not a lot of political stuff in there. There was good wrestling matches. And uh, too many wrestlers try and get involved in sports figures, and they ruin it. Yeah. Instead, it instead it when you it, it's just hey, so, Ray. so sad, but. As a nation, we're in fear, we're in distress, yeah. we're in dismay. But these times are going to happen. God said these times are going to happen. When they happen, instead of looking back, instead of looking back on slavery, all this past stuff, like the pastor said, look up, look up to God. Don't look back. Look up. We can't help it but happen. But we can look up as a nation. Hey, Ray. You know, and they're not doing it. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, I
4: know I know what you mean. You, you, you Ray, I'm you remember the biblical the, story? You remember the biblical story where, where God took um, Adam's rib and, and, he, and he, he fashioned it, and that's how he yeah, got he, Eve. Well, you remember that story? Uh, yes, that's how we got the yes,
17: with um, spirit. Yeah, sex yes. That's what he breathed. He breathed a soul into man. Now you hear this. Yeah. You hear these movements? All, all black lives matter. All lives matter. No, you know what matters? It's all souls matter. The, the life doesn't. It doesn't matter what God loves. Every person he created, yellow, red, brown, uh-huh. white, blue, God loves everyone. That's why he paid the price to take that sin away. What's that? Oh, issue? brother. There had to be a plan. Jesus had to die on the cross. Jesus uh-huh. took that sin for us. Once we acknowledge okay. sin, and it's sin, that sin is, is paid. You know, it's, it's been paid two, 3,000 years ago, but man doesn't That's awesome. acknowledge it. Yeah, but, uh, God
10: just God I, just took one look at the
4: blueprint for me And said i got to sacrifice myself now To save him
10: Because yeah, God knew
4: I would be a sinner
17: you got to ask yourself
4: this question
17: When you take uh-huh. your last breath Every man's going to spend eternity somewhere Where are you going to spend eternity? You know, that's what you got to ask yourself because your life doesn't really like, matter? Life doesn't matter You know, it's, it's your soul Where's your soul going to spend eternity? You know, that's what you have to ask yourself you have to be kind Wherever with Wherever yours other. is, brother. Yeah. i want to
6: park know, right next to you. You
17: got it, brother. I love you,
6: brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. I'm
17: sure I love it. Frillers. Me, me so, you and Alexa. I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know why I followed like, Alexa? You know why I followed Alexa? You know follow Alexa? I saw a video of her. Well, I do. Well, you know why she, I do. She, uh... <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, Yeah, she's a very pretty girl Very pretty girl a great
11: uh-huh, uh-huh,
17: But uh-huh. Brady, when I first saw her I teared up because she was singing this song When she was a kid Jesus loves mm-hmm. the little children of the world You remember that song, don't you? She, has, uh, um, she If I don't,
16: are you going to sing it?
17: <laughs> no, no like okay.
4: I don't know <laughs> I,
17: I like her, Brady, because she's got a kind heart She helps people yeah, I kind of miss the days. She's got a big I want heart. To see her get that. I want to see her get the ring and, and become a six-time champion, you know? I want to see yeah, her go back to the bad person, let her do it, you know? Uh, yeah. We need to stop the politics and get back into wrestling, brother, you know? It's, it's, I love it, brother. <laughs>
4: what, a, what a great <laughs> message. What a great message, Mike. Thank you so much for calling, brother.
17: You're welcome. You're welcome.
4: <laughs> You're the man, dude. <laughs> Uh, You stop
5: me from saying all kinds of stuff all the time. (laughs) I see how it is, baby. I see
6: how it is. I I let you talk. I always let you
5: talk.
13: Uh,
4: Right. I feel uh, like I could just give you the mic at 9 o'clock and you could carry us well past 12. If I didn't jump in,
5: <laughs> oh let me, oh let me tell, let me tell you something about all of the things Mike was just talking about. Tell you about. something, brother. <laughs>
6: <Yeah.
5: clears throat> well, that was a heck of a, that was a heck of an opening call. Stro, you seem a little sad. How are you?
13: I'm not even talking Alexa. Great, great, Sorry. great
5: to be here. <laughs> you sure? Because you just, you just did the. Um, just did the sigh that like, you usually give out at a funeral when the eulogy uh, kind of goes off the rails.
4: <laughs> when you're going down no, the reception
3: line, you know.
5: Mm,
3: what can you say? I, I just, point, you? I, 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 it's hard to follow Mike's enthusiasm.
5: It is. It yeah,
4: is. It is. How are you dealing with everything? Everything okay for you? I, I know you've had a very tough uh,
3: 10 days there. Uh, you know, all, all points considering, you know, what I mean, keeping it together. Yeah, just doing all I can for the family. That, that sort of yeah. thing. So.
4: Yeah. Yeah, ready. I I don't know if you had heard because you haven't been on, but um, uh, we did our we did our um, our pay per view watch along on Sunday night, and then uh, Stroh lost his dad early Monday morning. Oh so.
13: uh, uh,
4: my god. Horrible. You carry on, though. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm, so, oh, <sighs> I'm
5: so sorry. I can't. I can Oh. It's sad. It is sad. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, we need a caller with enthusiasm. After. So well, I I got one. I <laughs> got one. you can't. You, you can't, got one. Okay. You can't have a. Like you can't have. Um, not
4: you, Torah. Wrong one.
5: Not, Sorry, I, you're next. Uh, say, uh, well, I actually was about to. I actually was about to say. You know, I got I got nothing against Torah, but she's very subdued. Yeah. <laughs> she's a very she's a very everybody. laid back caller. A calm he, caller. Here's – Here's Mr. Subdued. What's going on,
10: Malcolm? Hey, buddy. Hi. How you doing, brother? You, first of all, you had a great interview. Was Mickey Knuckles? Is that Mickey James? I'm just curious. No, no, totally <laughs> <James>. different
17: I was wondering.
4: I just wondering, you know, because
17: I. Yeah, no, no, was. Uh, she,
4: she was uh, Mickey Knuckles was in TNA for a little bit.
10: I didn't I I watch TNA all the time I never saw her. Tell her I'm sister so Mr.
4: Yeah, she oh. she was um
10: she was a real
4: real uh bruiser type. She was with the beautiful people when they were doing that.
10: Oh okay. Because I I knew, I knew Velvet Sky and Madison Rain and I knew Lady Yeah, Fire, yeah. She it, was like their bodyguard
4: for a little yeah. bit. And then she broke oh, her leg I mean, and she never came back.
10: Well I'm tell her I'm sorry. I heard out. Uh, She's working yeah.
13: Up yeah. my
10: center. But, Brady, I want to tell you, I called Shelly um, Martinez a show earlier today. And I told her, she was talking about how she got weight. And some of these wrestlers were using her, you know. They were trying to yeah. hit on her and all this stuff. And I thought that was disgusting. And I told Joey that, you know, when I meet a lady... And I first asked her if she's a girlfriend or she's married, a kid. I was raised in a church and I'll be damned. Somebody can cut my throat if I ever disrespect any lady, especially if she's in a relationship. I just don't believe in that. I believe that my dad told me a long time ago at the dinner table, he said there was some girl who was <laughs> was beautiful. And dad goes, She should be allowed to be is to, to parade herself if she's beautiful, she should be proud of it. She shouldn't have to hide it. You know? And I I just felt that way. So I had to tell Shelly Martinez, the only lady, I'm sure of that lady is, uh, is Max Wassa. I, I told her I call her Max the Mania she likes my whole cozy. And I've known her since April two thousand nine at the Hollywood show. And I asked her four times if she wanted me to take her out, but she's busy, and I understand that, but she keeps in touch with me. She just texted me the other day on Dad's Day, and I try to every dad a happy Dad's Day. See, uh, Brady, I won't say father or mother, because when I say mother, it sounds too Norman big. Too formal. To yeah, Yeah. it sounds like the lady Mom. that,
4: like, you know, and,
10: and he, plays
4: the piano in the parlor and then
10: and when you, sticks her and when finger you, down her throat
4: <laughs> to stay thin. Bring
18: when
10: you mother. say father, I'm stepmother. <laughs> <laughs> her name was yeah. Yeah. I a stepmother. Yeah.
11: <laughs> wow. I don't know where to
12: on that. I'm a mess. <laughs> yeah. I'm a mess. She's from Boston. She's from Boston.
10: Uh. Uh, you know, now, you make know, my mother the me as your father. Your father. Get five. It's like fingernails on chalkboard.
11: Right?
10: <laughs> just throw me that. So on Mom's Day, it's Mom's Day. On Dad's Day, Dad's Day. I, I believe it's beyond current. that comes up. You know? And I just want to tell you, buddy, that before you introduce Mike, you should do this. And now, uh, I know. a will really love with Mike. <laughs> <coughs>
4: Uh, <laughs> Malcolm, Malcolm, I, I, got this, I got this race going with Ken Resnick about who can sell more T-shirts. I understand you bought a bunch of Ken Resnick ones.
10: Uh, can I no, count on I you to one, buy an in-the-room I bought, shirt? Uh, uh, I bought one Ken Resnick, I bought one for you, I bought one DOC Nation, and two for Papa Stroh's. One for my friend Brian Vaughn. So Who's a WCW record of regular. Oh, cars, Brian Vaughn? Did you say that? I <laughs> for Brian Vaughn. What did you get, Brian Vaughn? The UFC Nation? The Strong Rule. It's great. Nice. I, I love it. So, I call you Joe. I'll tell you I call you Because I love interviews Okay? And I nice, love bro. getting the chance to talk with you because I think. You know, Mike going be a picture. How you look? You look like you look like my you look my, like Michael Myers winning on Wing Where you do? And, 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 and it looks cool. I like the long hair. Michael there. Myers like the killer. No, no, Mike Myers on oh, wing. On wings okay. wing Oh, okay. oh my, my gosh! Cool. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> you, you. You look that cool. You know, and you I. like my down, I, I want to read this real quick, if I can. I wrote a okay, letter. Okay, then I want
4: to
12: tell you something. Good. Attacked
10: the Hulk Hogan uh, at his feet shot in Orlando on the State, and I'd like to read it if you could. Is that a, okay? What are you going to do when Malka it, comes wild on you, brother? Okay. I want to bring it up for
12: you,
10: <laughs> You can not This is how I feel about you. This is how I've always felt about you. I'm going to read this as fast as I can. Happy Dad's Day, Worship Champ. You're my hero. Where's the background? My my best friend anytime you want to. And you're my (laughs) inspiration too. The matches, the interviews, the creative moments, in the Old World Wrestling Federation. Yeah, I said it. I miss you in the ring against Piper, Stud, Bundy Mania, Horned Horton. Valentine, Beefcake, Morocco, Andre, 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 Right now, I'm going through what you call Hulk Hogan withdrawal because there's no feeling like Danny, it, you. There are no words I'm <laughs> able to describe how it feels to be able to do an impression of your great voice as the man, to myth, champ. You're
3: awesome. You're awesome. You are off you can not refuse.
10: And God bless you always. And I will always run your great professional wrestling career. And that's where... I know it's
3: you, Fredo. Until the
10: day God calls me home to heaven. And I'll be with you. Piper, and all the wrestling legends. If I could have one wish, I would love to see you in the ring. One opponent from the 80s. Hearing Eye of the Tiger, a real American plane watching you rip your t-shirt, bulk up, get the big boot in your opponent's face, <laughs> a
13: legs,
10: get the three-counts, and turn all you can, and the all your fans in a the just like hey, you. Hey, Shik, you got a phone you call. You great professional wrestler. <laughs> the you watch, to the master you want. You, you're not a winner. I want to see you and soon as you work with with you so bad. I can't wait to see you again. To me, you and Roddy Roddy Piper were one of the kind, two of the greatest. <laughs> we're going to go to my broadcast colleague, me and
3: Gene Okerland.
8: <laughs>
10: God Sorry. bless you and the family always camp and the memory of Pop Rod too for life.
3: God bless, bless you. about follow me.
10: God, God bless you, Malcolm. God bless you. I wanted to say, Malcolm, before we get you off the
4: air, we got uh, two more t shirt designs coming up. Uh, one is Don't Be Red. Don't be blue. Be you, the OC Nation. And the other one, Malcolm, I know you're going to be excited about this as well.
10: Brady, if you make what? it for me, can you, put, can you put Batman and Robin, Adam West and Burt Ford behind me and have me wearing a Hulkamania shirt? Red and yellow. We'll have to, we'll have to, really we'll have to
4: see.
11: We'll, we'll yeah. have to talk about Robin. that.
4: The other one, yeah. Malcolm, and I know you're going to be excited about this. The other t-shirt and it's coming out in the next couple of days. Uh, you know the show Better Call Saul? Well, it's Better Call <laughs> Kathy. Kathy? Kathy
3: fit?
10: Better Call Kathy. Okay. If it's
11: Kathy fit,
10: I'll
3: <laughs> find you. <laughs> oh, Malcolm, I love you, brother. Love you. I'm going
11: to get to some other
4: callers, all right? <laughs>
10: yeah.
11: You're Bye, the man, me. dude. <laughs> Bye, brother.
4: I I do
10: what I want
4: to do. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Malcolm, can you do a Roddy Piper impression before we go?
10: Oh, uh, before I go? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Mr. Dean, uh, you're going to take on job with Bob Orton tonight. <laughs> well, let me tell you, uh, I saw a lovely <laughs> picture of you, and he the You went Boy George. <laughs> now, that's the kind of guy I want to trade my with.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you're the man, Malcolm. I love you, brother. Well, there's your energy, Ray. You wanted the energy.
11: (laughs) He's Uh, silent. He's
12: silent. Wow.
11: Um,
5: All right, so to be clear, um, I don't... I, I love Mike and Malcolm. I'm not sure they know... What the format of this show is? I think they're looking for a different radio station. <laughs> Specifically, I mean, they're looking for I'm, different
4: radio stations.
5: <laughs> yeah, they're. Mike is like I think, I think Mike is looking for the Pat Buchanan radio station, and
13: uh, and no nah. Malcolm they have been looking for uh, us. Maybe the funny in <laughs> a <the> newspaper.
11: Well,
5: <laughs> and Malcolm is—he's uh, actually looking for the WCW retro spinoff, WWF retro, <laughs> which is actually the Velocity, actually, velocity version.
3: The Velocity version. <laughs> velocity.
13: <laughs>
5: Sunday night. Sunday night heat. Yes. Ah, uh, what's going on, John?
4: Hey what's up? How you doing, homie? Uh, that was a great question. I, I forget uh, something about yeah. hardcore know, wrestling. Probably. What'd you think about hardcore wrestling? Yeah. Something like that.
5: Yeah, come on. Yeah, bud, you called us, so like you could, you know, you.
4: What's going on, John? Just,
5: just give us your thoughts.
4: John, I thought it was your birthday at first because you said it was a birthday treat. <laughs> I don't understand
5: what we're and talking. I don't know
18: every. I've got a lot of people talking. I don't know who's talking. <laughs>
4: well, I, I'm talking to you right now. I'm, I'm saying you mentioned <laughs> that you had a birthday treat. And, I'm not um, talking it. Historically, <laughs> uh, I've always very much enjoyed birthday treats <laughs> because they usually are something. <laughs> they're um. I hear my voice. Am I on like speaker? i well, the computer. Hello,
3: hello. Echo, echo. <laughs> Am, are you
4: using like a Are you holding the phone up to the mirror so it's like bouncing off it? No, not me.
18: Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. So what's going on, John? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, it was actually I forgot how fast May even went, but it was May' her birthday though. So it was a fast one. But anyways, <laughs> no, it was a great a interview. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a fabulous interview, by the way. It's been—I think Thank it's you. the second time she's been a guest, right?
4: Uh, no, actually, I was supposed to have her like ten years ago, and it fell apart. We never got her on it. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, it was I so don't outrageous. remember the circumstances. I—I I, I think she was dealing with some stuff at the time, and i, I don't know. Yeah, remember. it was a tough. But anyway, it was great to have her for the first time. I've been talking oh, to with her I for appreciate years on that for social that, media. <laughs> so I—I've I, yeah. never met the. I, actually, that's a lie. I met her once at a convention. Um, but oh, really I've been cool. talking to her for years on social media, so. Yeah. Well, I heard you briefly talking about the
18: chapter five with Jacob and everything, but yeah, my only question, my only question about this is like, what we heard it, I believe, um, well, I think it was April, no, I think it was May, but I'm just curious what's, what's up with the 15-year contract and everything, and everything, because there's two things I'm having about the retirement question is. Number one, like, does he really want to do this? I know, there's two things, actually. First, I know he wanted to end this in a good match because of how pissed he was with Roman, of how that went. And two, well, it was his good match. Don't get me wrong, this was his great match. He's had since with Punk, as we all know. He did a great job for this one, for his work. But the only question I have for this one is, do you think he's going to want to do this in front of a live audience? If he's going to do it, just like everyone says, just one more match. Just to guarantee in part that. of it
4: all. I'll, I'll be shocked yeah. if he doesn't come back. I, I think that this um, uh, buys him until WrestleMania next year, which I think will be in front of a live crowd, hopefully. Yeah.
18: I'll be yeah, shocked the, like, if he does
4: come back. Yeah, and that's, uh, I forgot to mention, hey, by the way. He's a lifer. Like, he, he's a lifer, like Rick Flair was wrestling into his sixties. I, I think the Undertaker yeah. would be the same way. Only he won't actually ever formally retire. It'll always be like stuff like this. Just my opinion.
18: Yeah. Well, I'm curious, by the way. Like, I don't. There's nothing been said because we're getting close to August, but I don't think anything's been said about the Hall of Fame yet. I don't know if that's getting rescheduled to 21, actually, but I'm just kind of curious if maybe this will be a good time to reach it, like we remember with Flair. Have him go in the Hall of Fame, get inducted for the main name of the, of the Hall of Fame for 21, and do it just like Flair. Rick Get Flair? inducted, and then have one more match for a and match if they're back to a live audience once again. In the he's next already year. in the Hall of Fame now. No, he's not. Rick Flair? Oh, no, no, I'm talking about Takeoff, just like he did. Oh, Remember I when he, he had
11: Flair, so...
13: okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, he we go. Here right. we go again. <laughs> <laughs> now,
11: I, I,
4: yeah, I, yeah, Rick Flair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could, I could see that. I actually, I actually said, um. He made it a third time before, for him, you know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they could induct, um, Flair uh, for the gold as the first segment to go into the Hall of Fame or something. That would be cool. <laughs>
3: yeah,
4: um. I, uh, and, yeah, just John Matthews,
3: Piper's Pit. That's got to be good.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
11: uh, I, I,
5: yeah, seriously. Um,
11: <laughs> who, yeah, I, who I said that such...
5: before. Go ahead. Go ahead. If you, put, if, if you make a, am uh, sorry. If, if you make a, if you make a uh, uh, section in the whole thing for best segments, who accepts for Piper's Pit at this point? I and mean, if you should get someone, you know, we're running out of names here. Piper's dead. <laughs> Snook is dead. I said, what, you know, may, maybe Haitian kid? Maybe... Morton Downey Jr.? Oh no, well, no, Adrian Adonis is dead. I was going to say you could do like a like a joint Piper's Pit flower shot kind of thing.
11: <laughs>
5: yeah.
4: <laughs> no, I think, me I think Morton down Downey Jr. accepts it.
5: Oh, Okay. <laughs> All right, so so Malcolm, um, back to your back your plan for the back to your plan for yeah, the, but, your plan for, a, for an event that's eight months away.
4: I, I was just saying uh, before Matt Hardy left for AEW that I thought that the Hall of Fame next year in Los Angeles was going to be The Undertaker and the Hardy Boys. Obviously, the Hardy Boys aren't doing it, but I could still see The Undertaker going it. and I think you'll have one last match against somebody. And and who that will be, I don't know. And will it be his last match? Probably not. Maybe AJ Styles in a real match this time, since he enjoyed himself so much last time.
11: <laughs> Very fun. What's it's going my on?
13: Last <laughs>
4: <laughs> this will be. <laughs> I can't do the voice. I used to be able to. At some point, my voice changed, I guess. Not able to. uh, I did did an ECW reunion show, Stro, where there was so much traffic in the locker room because Terry Funk was, like, in the corner, and the line was, like, it looked like a Black Friday sale at Best Buy, the way people were, like, lined up waiting to talk to him.
3: It was amazing. Oh, that's awesome.
4: (laughs) What's going on, Granny Hulkster? How are how, how you doing tonight?
7: I'm good. Yeah, good to have you. I'm okay. What, uh, good. good to be word? on, so... Yeah. Not a whole lot, unfortunately. I mean, still, you know, waiting for wrestling shows to start back up. Hopefully, we're shooting for the 1st of August, so that's Trudging what I'm looking for. Yeah, hopefully. So...
8: But I really enjoyed
7: of- the interview that you had with Mickey Knuckles. That was a really great interview.
11: I Thank admire you. her. Thank
7: you. I admire her admiration for everything that she had to deal with. I mean, that took a very strong person to do what she had to do. You know, in order to, you know, save herself, basically. You know, and seriously. So I
11: mean, like I, I
4: well, you know. I- I mean, she, you know, like, you know, she had the stuff with her trainer, all that stuff. Uh, She broke her leg. She lost out on TNA. Mm -hmm. Um, She was forced into hardcore wrestling when it wasn't really, like, her original thing. And, like, Mm -hmm. Granny, for me, like, a bad day is, like, I keep dropping my mouse on the floor. But, like, I can't even imagine, like, the, the way she's been able to turn so many, like, negatives into positives it's really an interesting. well you know
7: and you know i mean you could tell you know the kind of abuse whether it was physical verbal emotional kind of all you know wrapped up into one i i mean i can relate to some of that myself just because my first marriage was i had a lot of verbal physical and emotional abuse i mean i was a single mom for 23 and a half years before I got together with the man that I'm married to now, you know, and after my daddy died, you know, um, you know, David was there for me. I had to be strong for my family, especially my son, you know, but with him, you know, dealing with the mental issues, mental health issues that he has been dealing with since he was 11 years old and he's 33, you know, that's why Mm -hmm. we love our wrestling family so much because they've always treated my son like their kid brother. I mean, you know, they've always they've always made Anthony and me and my husband, they've always, you know, included us to be like part of their family. That's why I love my wrestling family. It's a unique so much, animal. You know.
4: Yeah, the re- the wrestling family is um it's uh, a as, as much as wrestling has gotten slammed this week with all the accusations and stuff like that, mm-hmm, like a, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like nothing else. It's it's like nothing else out there. I I can't even describe it to a non-fan. It's like it's kind of like um kind of like the the whole like big brother little brother thing you know it's like you know mm-hmm. um, it's like i can say or do anything i want to my brother because he's my brother but don't you dare do it if you're not family like that
7: well it's like it's like i it's like i have told people before mess with me all you want but when you mess with my kids my, my family, my friends, my dogs, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, then then you're going to have Mama Bear er, to deal with, and that's going to be me because I'm going to fight for what I believe in. I'm going to fight for my friends. I'm going to fight for my family. I'm going to fight for my kid. You know, I, I just, you know, you don't, you know, you mess with me all you want, but when you start hurting people that I care about, then y'all are gonna see a different side of Granny that you may not want to see. <laughs> I mean, I won't, I won't, mom, I won't do anything. I won't, I won't do anything crazy to anybody, you know, because I don't want to go to jail. But you right? know, I will stand up and fight well, short of that, for what I believe yeah. in. I will. What about a mama bear? I will bear stand shirt? up for what a a mama bear. I don't know. Yeah, will you have like the claw marks know. across it? You know? No. I don't know, you know. I mean, I did buy one of Tracy Smothers <laughs> shirts. Um, he, the, you know, there was some people that had some Tracy Smothers shirts for sale, you know, to raise money, help okay. raise money, you know, for Tracy Smothers. And I okay. bought three of those shirts, and it's actually got him and a, a picture of him and a bear on that T-shirt, you know. Okay. Fighting you since eighty two, shirt too, did not Yes, I did.
4: Okay. You're helping the enemy. I bought, I'm th- only kidding, Grant.
7: Well, now, now listen, Brady, You got to understand. Something. You, you got to. Un- I know, but you got to understand something. <laughs> I have known Ken Resnick back from the day that traditional championship wrestling was running. That's how I met Ken mm-hmm. Resnick. So I've known Ken okay. Resnick personally for, you know, several. You know, for. The few years that they ran here in Arkansas, so you know that's where I met Ken Resnick now, I remember Ken Resnick back in the day, you know when he was announcing you know and everything, but mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. I got to actually physic you know truly get to know Ken Resnick when t c w was running because mm-hmm. when the the only shows that we didn't make it to. Were like the ones when they were in Meridian, Mississippi, and I think there was a couple in Pine Bluff that we didn't make it to. But when they were in Fort Smith or Clarksville, and we went to Nashville um, when they were at the Tennessee State Fairgrounds. I mean, we were there, you know, as much as we could be, you know, to, to support them. And, and but you took Pine Bluff off. I didn't go. I didn't you go to you pine, bluff. A pine Bluff? Why? Well, because, number one, um, it was a little further for us than Clarksville, you know. Are you above them? And number two, well, we're in northwest Arkansas. Okay, so you are above them. Okay, yeah, do you know, like, okay, I'm three hours from, almost three hours from Little Rock. Okay. And Pine Bluff is a little bit past Little Rock. So you're looking at four, four and a half hours probably Pine Bluff. See, I'm fun. three and a half hours from Hot Springs. What they should have done,
4: though, so. was brought a laptop in the ring and had, like, your face on it.
12: <laughs>
7: so yeah.
4: Granny can come to find I,
7: hey, I tell you... Like when The Rock you know, was a um, show. Well, you know, I managed to be on a lot of TV tapings for TCW, and, you know, that, and they mm-hmm, always had mm-hmm. me setting... In the front row, in the very center seat, facing the camera. Because I would always interact, the wrestlers would always come and interact with me, whether it be heel or babyface, they would immediately come to me and interact with me at some point in time, you know, I mean, during the match, during the the show. Did you ever spin
4: your chair around and the NWO logo was on the back?
7: No. Okay. I am not, a, I heel, <laughs> not, not a heel, Brady. I'm not a I, I heel. I do not know. Because like I so said. Weird. Luger said he wasn't just, a heel, too. Well, just, well, hey. I, just, I just, here's the and
12: thing.
7: thing.
5: I think everybody I loves Granny, really whether
7: the whether they're a heel or a baby face. Everybody, yeah, I mean, and I like I tell to people, your, to your the heels, they really love me. They just don't want to admit it. They But they really do love me, so they just don't want You're to admit tweener. it. a tweener. Everybody loves me. Okay. Okay. Everybody loves Granny, you know? And I just try to get along with with everybody, you know? The NWO on their wall. No, I'm not going to do anything like that, Brady. (laughs) Shut up. I
4: know. We're just having fun.
7: You know, no, no, but seriously, I miss my wrestling. I will be glad when I get to go back to a show because, like I said, I love my wrestling. I love my wrestling family. I love to support my wrestling family as much as I can, in any way that I can. You know, I love to help out in every possible way that I can. And, you know, I helped with Wrestling for a Cause over in Oklahoma for eight years. I, I would mm-hmm. pick up merchandise for the promoter and take over there to Tulsa for him. And I got to meet a lot of amazing families and kids, you know, that families that we helped over the years. I mean... You know, the wrestlers call me granny, their spouses, their kids that call me granny, the fans would call me granny, these, fam, these amazing families that I got to meet over the years, they all call me granny. I mean, you have a and there were call so many granny? kids. Hmm?
4: You ever have a granny call you granny? Have a granny yeah. call you granny? yeah
7: okay yes I have yep mm-hmm. yep and is, i've had, and we we lost <laughs> a lot of we lost a lot of kids over the years and the eight years that I kinda i mean I haven't been able to help so much right now with wrestling for a cause because you know with everything going on, but you know they're mm-hmm. supposed to be doing another show hopefully july twenty fifth and hopefully mm-hmm. I'll be able to get to go to that one, and that's the first one I've been to and um quite some time well actually since they quit since they quit running, you know, shows and I you know, I, I miss my I miss my wrestling family because, you know, I miss getting to help the kids and I've like I said, I've met a lot of amazing families over the years. And, you know, it's it's really touched my heart because I have a, such a strong passion I love kids anyways, you know, and I have such a strong passion for kids and Very nice. you know, being able to help Being able to help Mm -hmm. these families like I did, you know, um, there was actually one boy, Luther. um, My husband and I went to his funeral, and and we were at the uh, cemetery, and we had a balloon release and everything. Um, His family actually asked me to talk at the at the service at the at the cemetery, you know, for a few moments, and that really meant a lot to me and um and we and we've done balloon releases for other kids that I've gotten to know through WFC and and uh very nice of course I didn't I never I never I never got to know Bella but um I got to know a lot of the families that knew Bella but I I I know her parents really well and I I know her brother Ozzy and I mean that was such a really special family that I got to get to meet you know and everything. So I've met a that's lot of great. That, that, people that, that, through that organization. That, that, so that's
4: that's really great. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, I'm going to uh, I'm going to kick it to Torah. Just
11: to see what's going
5: on with That does sound like
4: that'd be fun.
13: How about Tora
5: hits
13: the flora? Yeah. What? when Tora. you
5: say Tora, now, do you mean Tora hits the dance floor, or is this like some yeah. kind of biology pun? Like like Tora's going to teach us about different plants? Tora hits the flora?
4: Maybe she smokes them.
5: Hey, that's a different Tora, podcast. Tora, you
11: smoke the flora?
5: No. No. When How about close cigarettes? You smoke those? No.
12: No.
4: You smoke candy cigarettes? They're good. Uh Uh-uh. I love me candy cigarettes. I was up to a... I was up to five packs a day there for a while.
11: Hmm.
5: (laughs) What's going on, Tori?
12: Well, I move next week
4: you get the apartment? The one you sent me the picture of the toilet?
12: Yes. Okay.
4: Uh, a lot of selfies coming up on that, that toilet. Not that one.
7: Not oh. that one. The other one.
4: The other one. What's the other one? Is that the one that had the cat in the door?
12: Uh-uh. Okay. It's a
13: different one.
12: Is that
4: the one that had the, the guy chained up in the corner that was sawing his leg off? That one? Uh uh-uh. oh. No. What other pictures did you send me? I'm trying to think. Is it the one that had the room filled entirely with plastic balls? Yes. Okay. That was the fun house one. Had the crazy mirrors.
11: Yeah. Are you just saying yes yeah. to you to get
4: me to stop? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs>
11: <laughs> you
12: crazy, girl? I'm just so
4: excited. And you just can't hide it? Nope. Yep. Is the house in St. Louis or is it in another city?
12: It's in St. Louis. Okay.
4: Well, tour. Congratulations
5: that was a riveting phone
4: call. Thank you I love you very much And
12: next week is my Next week is my daughter's birthday Oh, How we old is she 12 at? 12, okay
4: 12
12: Okay, we
5: have
4: listeners that are 12 On July 4th Wow
5: well, The next week isn't you know, July she can't, 4th, is it? No
4: Next week is June 30th. Yeah. Next weekend is July 4th. Yeah.
5: yeah. Now, I don't Paul, celebrate You're coming it. on here. We're giving you the... Well, that's because you're awful. You're communist. Um,
4: well, I I don't belong to any country.
5: Well, you maybe you could join the CHAZ.
4: <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I can, of course. I, I have to belong to this country. It's... They're going to put me in jail if I don't give them money. Sorry, what were you saying?
5: I didn't say anything. What, what, what were you saying, right? Oh, oh, I was going uh, to say, you know, Tori, your daughter can't have her birthday on July 4th. That day's taken for our great country. You're going to have to postpone it to the 4th yeah. or move it up to the 3rd.
4: Well... I would take December 25th if I couldn't.
5: Really, what you should do, Tora, is you need to move <laughs> your daughter's birthday, like, a whole week later in July, because you also have the celebration right before the 4th of July of Bobby Benito.: Yeah. You, so, know you know But yeah. you don't want to
4: do it... You don't want to do it in the summer because it's hot. I would just have her birthday in October.
5: January like late January cuz nice you're always inoffensive months yeah yeah like like January or February cuz like like you're always looking for something to do those months because you're tired and and you're poor from the holidays yeah. so you know you know just
4: and and there's a good chance there'll be a giant blizzard in St. Louis and you won't even get to have the party and then you don't have to spend
5: all the money that's true, yeah. and you know, in St. Louis, Brady, it's far enough south that a lot of times they just get ice. They don't really get the full snow, the snowpack. So really, what what yeah. Tora could do is she could just say, "Go out to your ice princess party," and then she just like throws it yeah, throw Fro- outside and slams the door.
12: You're a frozen theme.
5: Yeah.
11: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or,
4: I know Tora Tora you could do a shining theme Like remember at the end when he was like in the maze And then he froze to death You could do something like that
12: Red rum Yeah
4: Africa's not real You're not going to do that are you Yeah My parents always had little mermaid parties for me It was horrible Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, The Little Mermaid is hot, but like, no, like, <laughs> mom, I'm 35, like, it doesn't always have to be The Little Mermaid, you know?
5: Well, yeah. did you ever, did you ever suggest perhaps a different Pie tour. Uh, lead, lead female Disney character?
11: <laughs> I mean, like, for me, it's
5: ever...
13: always... <laughs> Go ahead. I'll entertain like you did start. you ever? Go ahead,
5: because like I'm thinking, like like maybe you could have sat down and said, you know, Mom. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, Ariel is very hot, but um, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. you know, I'm a little bit more. I'm a little bit more into brunettes this year. So I was thinking maybe we could do like Belle from Beauty and the Beast. She's you know, my number two. That could two. be an option for me. Yeah. Or yeah. you could even you could even say I'm looking for someone who's a little wilder, maybe a little more of a partier. So could we do like an Alice theme from Alice in Wonderland?
3: I guess it'd be better than the TV show, right? With Flo. Ooh.
5: Yeah. Oh. What
3: if we no. had What if we had
4: <laughs> What if we had Belle do a little role playing and dress up like Alice? Now that would be a party.
5: Oh, oh. now we're now we're talking.
13: <laughs>
5: <laughs> now we're talking all right all right, Brady, <clears> since <throat> since apparently you find Disney princesses hot. Rank your top five Disney princesses.
4: Top five? Wow. And you
5: gotta no, yeah, to, me, me on the spot to
4: do that. <laughs> You're gonna put me on the spot. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. You're gonna okay. take
5: another caller.
4: I'm gonna take another caller, and he's gonna help me. Dustin, who is your favorite Disney princess? <clears throat>
16: uh, no comment.
4: No comment. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no,
11: no. You gonna get all <laughs> political
16: on me now? It's really well. Come on, everybody has a favorite. No, I, I I just been busy, Brody. I'm sorry. I haven't been been. I have my 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 phone's, my phone's been broken stuff, so I just got a new phone. That's so why i have not been able to call in the past three weeks.
4: I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad you're I, right. I just had an idea. I think I'm going to create an aerial Instagram where she'll just like post like aerial pictures all the time. But I'm going to stay true to character. It's going to be
3: amazing.
5: <laughs> I um,
3: I you know, actually,
5: you know, we're, we're laughing at this. It's just the dumbest, most awful idea ever, but I kind of think that if Brady did that, like in a, like in a year, he's, he's kicking it in the Bahamas with just screw you money. Him and JB, him and JBL him and JBL are showing up on Fox Business giving stock tips.
11: <laughs>
4: no lie. Oh my no God. lie it's on good
11: MySpace. Billy Ray. I, I, on
4: MySpace, People used to like create all these characters for T V shows and run the accounts like they were like role playing. So, I created one for Bobby Hill from King of the Hill. And I was trying to friend everybody. I was doing crossovers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh Speaking of Bobby Hill, uh,
16: so what's going on, Dustin? What, what's new with you, man? Not, nothing much. Uh, I really haven't watched it all recently, so I've only seen highlights here and there. I haven't really watched the show much.
4: Did you hear that Becky Lynch is pregnant?
16: Yes, I know. Uh, I knew about that a month ago when it was announced on live TV.
4: Okay, because I I knew you said you weren't watching wrestling anymore. That's why I wondered if you saw it.
16: Uh, I saw saw how much of it on YouTube, so...
4: Do you think she got herself pregnant because she is the man?
16: No, but... I just really haven't been watching, really. I, I actually I didn't watch I didn't watch the uh, backlash pay Review, So uh, honestly, uh, I, I, it wasn't worth my time.
4: Did you see Money in the Bank?
16: I did not. The last pay per view I watched was WrestleMania, and that was it. Okay. Yeah, it's just ain't mm-hmm. worth my time. Plus, plus I've been having problems with my WWE network. Like everything I watch on the network, it just like freezes up.
4: Did you hear about the new VOC Nation t-shirts that we came out with? We have one with my uh, face on it.
16: Uh, well, I'll try to order one, so.
4: if you Yeah, if you go to VOCNation.com, uh, we have four right now. Uh, we have uh, Stro with WCW Retro. We have an In the Room. Uh, we have Ken Resnick from Wrestling with History. And uh, we have uh-huh. the classic like VOC Nation logo. Uh, we've also got, like, a political one coming out. And uh, we're gonna have one for uh, Kathy Fitz this week as well. So should be uh, good stuff. And we're continuing to uh, to grow them. But yeah, man, I would love it. I would love to see a um, picture of you walking around downtown Orlando wearing your Brady Hicks T-shirt.
16: It would be amazing. I bet you. I bet you would. Bet you would. Uh, I was stunned about <laughs> yeah, the stuff was. happening at that 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 happened with Christian uh, and and Randy Orton that. I was like, there's no way they wouldn't have a unsanctioned match. There's no way, like he's not medically cleared. Well, that's why it's unsanctioned. Well, that's why I they did not uh, I noticed that's why. the last segment of that that we're always like, like maybe like maybe five or six minutes long, like yeah, there ain't gonna be no match. So what do you think was gonna happen? I thought that he was gonna hug
4: Randy Orton and say thank you for taking out Edge. That's what I thought he was gonna
16: Oh, actually, actually, I didn't think I thought Christian was like, no, nah, this, ain't, this ain't worth me getting in, hurt. So, like, I figured he would have did a no-show.
4: So you thought they would build it the whole show and then Christian would just leave before the main event?
16: Pretty much. <laughs> and Randy would win that match no. by, by by forfeit. That would have been something. Well, uh, I just hated that Edge got hurt after after ben being uh, – Unable to wrestle for nine years, then so gets cleared, and then gets know. that match of backlash. I'm like, oh. you gotta be kidding
11: well, We waited we'll for a Edge decade;
4: back. we can wait ten more months. Yeah, eight months, we'll see Edge back. Yeah, he'll be back in time for the
16: Royal Rumble. He can surprise us. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It really was, um, Mark. Uh, honestly, um, I, I, I was like, you gotta be kidding me! Why wouldn't? Why would they put the tag titles on Sasha and Bailey? It just wasn't necessary. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Who do you think would win in a
4: match between Sasha and Bailey in the new day? Cuz I saw they were starting what? a program this
5: week. A I legit. don't know. Man. I don't
4: know. They were like <laughs> talking
3: trash on them. It was weird. Well, uh, like Fre- Freddy Krueger says, never stop dreaming. I'm um, yeah.
16: disappointed when when <laughs>
3: Nich- Sasha's when Nich- slightly Nichas- bigger so than I Kofi was- So
16: What's up? Yeah. Were, you, were, you, were, you, were you disappointed that Nikki uh, Cross and Alexa West lost tag titles to Sasha and Bailey?
5: No. Did you not listen to our live broadcast?
16: <laughs> no, I don't think you did.
4: I, um, I, I, if they, I, no, I mean, as long as they're still around, I don't care. Um, I was kind of hoping that the Iconics were going to end up with the belt. Uh-huh. Dustin, did you hear my Iconics impression? I've gotten really good at it.
3: Oh, you got to hear this, Dustin. Uh, No, I, I don't have, think you so. You haven't
4: heard it? Can I do it for you? No. Why? <laughs> no I, it's I. really funny. No. Right. Well, how about I let, you say, I let you say one thing that you want to say, exactly. and then I'll say what I want, which is the impression. Is that okay? Oh, okay.
16: Oh, my God. Really? Um, it's really good.
4: Uh, it You're going to think it Billy Kay is in the
16: room with you. Um, it sucks that they canceled the uh, WWE backstage Birdie.
4: I don't think they
9: canceled no, it, it, it. Did not
16: Anyway,
3: I- I'm glad it's off the air.
5: <laughs> well, we've been canceling everything wait, lately, Dustin. I, I don't think they've they really the canceled it though. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I I
4: feel like I, I feel like they're still going to do it. It's just not going to be every week
16: now. Um, there's a show that they need to cancel the network, the show called Raw Talk. Wow. That show's not, not gonna last long. It's gonna be canceled oh, well before, yeah. before, before the you end think
4: of C- the C- You think CM Punk will be doing yeah, Raw Punk. Talk before we know it? No, probably not. Alright, you ready? I'm gonna do, do this impression now. Yeah. Alright. Do you wanna know why? I'm doing the impression.
16: We had Coach Broke's birthday today. I, I, is it? I didn't even know that.
13: Well, <laughs> today, happy yeah. birthday to me.
16: Ready?
4: Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm doing it because
13: we
11: are the future, and the future is, I <clears throat> Yeah. <laughs> <Nothing>. <laughs> You really got no-selling? Uh, There's, uh, There's that laugh.
4: There's that laugh. You can say it. Tell me I'm a clown.
11: Come on, oh, don't be a Goldberg.
4: He's
13: no-selling. Oh. <laughs> By the way, like back Backstage was great
3: in the, the beginning. I liked it in the game? beginning. What's they that? Oh, what? Backstage was so, good yeah. in the beginning, but it's kind of fizzled, you know? Um, well, I just—I'm um, really,
4: disappointed because uh, only because of CM Punk. Yeah, the, I mean the show itself. I don't really watch unless CM Punk is going to be on it because most of it is just fluff where they're just just running down what happened and they're kayfabe and everything. I don't know. I just—I
10: don't care yeah, personally.
4: But um, birdie, but, uh, but CM really Punk so- at least like it's interesting
16: because you never hear from him.
10: What's that, Dustin? Uh,
16: if he thinks i win extreme roles, Drew McIntyre or Dolph Ziggler?
4: Is that the match? That's not the match, is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Bobby Lashley. See, I missed Rollins. But... Yeah. Uh-uh-uh-uh. Well, Drew McIntyre's going to win that. I-, I can't even believe that Dolph Ziggler's in that match. I think Bobby should take him out.
11: <laughs>
8: My man! Um, uh,
11: Bobby!
8: Bobby, I just, um, Bobby I just Lashley! Had that <laughs>
16: um, uh, Birdie, I just had that I just had that feeling that that match of SummerSlam is going to be Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre.
4: Uh, I think it's going to be Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre. And I hope McIntyre retains. <clears throat> I think he will. I think he's going to retain until the fans come back because they want to give him a shot in front of a live crowd because he had momentum.
3: Just like Dean um, Martin would say, "Ain't that a kick in the head?"
16: Oh um, uh, my, Brady!
10: Did you <laughs> see something? Um, about, uh, a kick uh, uh, i lucky one guy be. I
16: re- what, uh, Brady? I read an article, <laughs> article online about Charlotte Flair saying that she wants to win. That she wants to win the men's title. She
4: should Go to impact then and challenge Tessa.
16: Well, she <laughs> said she wants to win the WWE Championship, and honestly, there's no way they're going to have Drew, Drew McIntyre just lay down for her to win the title.
6: Well, not lay down.
16: They would have to have a match. Yeah, honestly. If he just laid down like for her, to... that would be horrible. Uh, I just don't think that's going to be wise for her and him to hit a Claymore or the Claymore kick on her. Ha,
15: ah. ah. ha.
16: Can you imagine?
15: <laughs> oh,
16: well. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Brady,
4: I got one more question.
16: <laughs> D- Dustin,
11: I was going
4: to say, I would love for her to put a figure eight on me.
11: Sure. I'd be uh, lining
4: no up for that.
16: I, I would got one more thing now. I got one more. I thing to mention I Do off. I have
17: to get up? Uh, <laughs>
16: <laughs> lining up for the Sparkle splash. Go ahead. <laughs> um uh Bert, who thinks gonna win this this big match tomorrow at XP uh, between Keith Lee, Johnny Gargano and, and Finn Balor.
4: Keith Lee, Johnny Gargano and Finn Balor. <laughs>
16: That's and the, and that's the title, number right? one.
4: Yeah, um, I think Keith Lee is going to win it.
16: And you think he's yeah. going to beat Adam Cole for the NXT title?
4: I do because I think Adam Cole is going to go to the main roster or leave the company.
16: I'll
3: need to
4: actually, add
16: William
3: Regal that, for that one.
16: Actually, Brady, Adam Cole had signed a three-year deal with WWE. A new deal?
5: Oh, did he? I didn't hear that. I don't
8: know. Yeah,
16: he resigned. Uh, yeah, he's signed a new deal, and, and uh, he's been to come for three more years.
8: Cool.
16: I would love now, to. And where did you hear that? News. Because
4: I'm not seeing that anywhere.
16: Uh, I, I just saw an article about it. It says it's, it's a legit article, but I want to see okay. Adam I Cole didn't... versus Drew McIntyre. Chinese
3: Macintyre. secret dot com.
16: I want to see Adam Cole versus Drew <laughs> McIntyre. That'd be a good match.
11: Mhm.
16: Baby. We got another
4: one, Did you see? Did you see that? I saw a cartoon the other day, like a comic strip, and it was like he's um he's checking on his grandfather <clears throat> to see if his grandfather's dead, right? And he tries poking him, and uh, his grandfather doesn't move. And the do- and he says to the doctor, "I think he's dead." And the doctor says, "Hold on, let me see." And then in the next uh, in the next box, the doctor goes, Adam Cole. And then in the final strip, the grandfather has his hand in the air, and he goes, baby. Bay! <laughs> Until he knew he was alive.
16: Bernie, want to taking a mention before I get off. Uh, uh, um, why would well, they, they release all these superstars? And then uh, NXT a couple weeks ago, they re-signed Drake Maverick.
4: Well, they I think up. that um <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Impact's doing, right? When they're saying we're signing all these guys. Uh, I, um, I I think that they really they were really impressed with Drake Maverick, the wrestler when they put him in that NXT tournament. I think that they were very happy with the reaction he was getting and with the work. So I, I, I thought it was a really good thing. And he's going to be an NXT guy and he's going to be a wrestler now, not a not necessarily a personality, a clown chasing our truth around. He's going to be a real, a real wrestler. <laughs> so it'll be cool. That's what's up.
16: Yeah,
4: And oh, I'm um, hoping so... he's going to be Rockstar Spud again at some point.
16: Um. So, uh, Brady, who do you think's going to win? Who's going to beat Io Shirai for next to women's title?
4: Who's going to beat Io? Um.
5: Jupiter. Um,
13: Jupiter. <laughs>
4: I'm going
18: to
16: say Charlotte right. in 10 months. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think <laughs> Rue Ripley might, may end up being the one that wants to talk about.
4: Maybe,
3: maybe.
4: Or maybe, um, Did you say- what are the, the... Yeah, it could be that, um...
3: Maybe it's Lana. What is
4: it, Tegan Knox or whatever? <laughs> Which one is the good one? Not Tegan Knox. the other one, right?
3: Uh, Dakota But <laughs> Tegan
4: Knox is the good one. Now... I know um, who's gonna win it. Mia Yim's gonna win it. You think so? I do. Oh, um, because Lee will be around down there for a little bit still.
16: Uh, did you see that Diana Perezo sign with uh, <laughs> Impact Wrestling? I did. I did. I was stunned by that. I was like, wow. And they're really giving her a big push over there. She's already attacked the the, the women's champion over there a couple times.
13: Well, it's
16: good for her. Good for yeah, her. She's them always them been potatoes. good to us on the show. Well, Bertie, I guess I All should right. I talk to you next week. Hey, take
4: care,
3: homie. I'm glad you got a new phone and uh,
4: looking forward to talking to you from Orlando again.
3: I'll <clears throat> see you. Yeah, I'll be back next week.
16: Bye, Holmes.
4: No favorite Disney character, really?
5: Nothing? <laughs> he hung up. Well, well hung I'm not up. allowed to talk during Dustin calls. I know. <laughs> but I think he said you
4: can again. I think he apologized.
5: Well, I don't. I, uh, I don't know. I don't want to offend him. You know, this show we're all about peace and love.
4: <laughs>
5: right. Ooh. Flower power.
4: I am so gonna. <laughs> I so am gonna start that uh, aerial Instagram. It's gonna be amazing. Oh,
3: well, that's awesome. <laughs> I, yeah, have, like, I think you're gonna... as it is. Have you own I mean, drone
11: assuming... called BH1 Pretty X1. Yeah, the only thing you have
5: to worry about is that is that the uh, mouse would come down and uh, uh, nuke you.
11: <laughs> 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 I'm gonna need hey. to get it off Instagram.
4: <laughs> oh, rat boy.
13: You, the
4: the Here we go. We go, you can be Peyton Royce, I'll be Billy K. That's right.
12: The I you just sound like Apple yeah, I uh, I got something I gotta <clears throat> I gotta say. Instead of me going down to down to the beach to the sand and all, I hung out with my mom today. I went to go see my nephew in my holly, Not that far from the monster factory. Uh-huh. After that, me and her took a ride to Mount Laurel to a uh, Joanne's Fabric Store. Get so she get some fabric so she can make nappies, blankets, and clothes uh,
4: Can you? Can I stop you right there? I gotta ask you. Does this mean that you're gonna start your
3: own dress line?
12: No. 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 no, no, no. That'd be
4: amazing. Be like
3: say yes to the rat.
12: Yeah, so like yes Rodney Dangerfield did in Easy Money. The regular guy. Yeah, my, mom, my mom, my mom's <laughs> making mashes and all that other stuff. You know, shoes. Mashes? Into that kind of
11: stuff.
12: Uh, no, okay. Mash. The mashes. But... Uh, mas- uh, I was looking at the. the rat. I, I was looking at. The rat uh, I went. Uh, I went to the bathroom in there. Come out. Stop looking at the uh, auto had there, right? It's raining. Hold on. Come so in. The Wait, you went
4: to the bathroom in there, or like in their
9: bathroom?
12: Yeah. I went in the. Ba- I came out of the bathroom. <laughs> okay, their bathroom. So I had to go to the bathroom. Wait, but you
4: went
12: to the bathroom first, right? Yes. Yeah. I came <laughs> out. you It was urn, okay? I I check party during it, okay? No, <laughs> okay. no. Actually, I was looking at the silence, right? Keep face. Yeah, I got hang you. Hey,
13: hey, I'm listening. I'm listening. Mm-hmm.
12: Got nowhere to go. I was, just, I was looking at the fabric. Somebody walks up to me, right? She said, can I see your shirt? I said, sure. See my shirt? She said, are you? Are you? I said, no. Mm-hmm. She said, why are you wearing a VOC Nation shirt? I, I said, I said, I'm one of the uh, people that's on it all the time. She said, are you? Trying to think of, trying to think of your name. I, I, said, I, said, I, said, uh, I said, did you ever go to the uh, shows in Penn Shopping? She said, yes. Yeah. I said, well, I was there, too. She said, oh, you're the guy in the yellow and red shirt. You're a rap boy. I said, yeah. Who are we talking I said, about? said, Dan, how you been? She said, how's your arm doing? I said, oh, I been You know, it's been ten years. I haven't seen this person. Who are you talking about? So some fan so that I was uh, in a DWF uh, in, a, and, in a crowd. And they knew He was there. Nation.
3: Here go so I had my Jane.
12: VOC nation shirt on. <laughs> and but she, she, she remembered me, but I got. She remembered me when I got
10: slammed.
4: Did they know the, the
12: mass, VOC the Nation, mass. though, or did they just know you? They, she she know the VOC Nation. Okay. She, she, used to listen to, she used to listen to it on, at the, on the radio. When it used to be on the radio. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And, and I told her, well, and I told her the website. You go to the website, there's a lot of shows that we do and all. I, said, I got one more question.
3: I said, "What?" Because wanted an By the
12: following, Bruce
5: and I
4: both worked. D- Actually, Bruce and I both worked DWF at different times. I know he was like the MC there for a while. I did commentary, of course. Ratboy got in the ring and broke his shoulder. So VOC Nation was all over
12: that place. Yeah, and uh, she asked me for my autograph. Wow. Desperate time. I said, okay. Huh? Desperate yeah, time. And plus, uh, oh, you got to do me a favor. Okay? She, soon as the uh, show goes off the air, I want you to send that picture of my t shirt to to your boy Ray over there and see what he thinks about it.
11: <laughs>
12: With me and Granny.
4: I will give you a one-in-two shot, a one-in-two guess of what I'm going to do. If I'm going to do it or yeah. not do it. Okay. You got a one-in-two chance.
12: And, and I got one more thing I got to oh. say before I really go to sleep, okay? I'm going to say it right now, right now, okay? Okay. The morning after, morning but after my the co-host of I love her. You know, she' the good, <laughs> good host I ever had. The Granny hoaxer. I love her a lot. I love the Granny Hoaxer.
6: Well, Brad well, Boy, it's a lot of fun. I'm glad to know you guys it
3: don't need sure
4: anymore. Because this was a great huh? way to kind of slip out the back door and leave Granny with all my responsibility.
16: So that was a good thing.
4: Yeah, because I,
12: I like her a lot. You know, this I is one you. person I can work with. This is one person I can work with. Uh huh. you so, other people I worked with in the past? The you old know, history. I got the legendary granny with me. Oh yeah.
4: All right, brother. Hey, take care, man. Right. And And uh, we'll be talking right. to, to you in about in 12 most, hours. Co-
12: yep, in about 12.
5: Yeah, homie. Does Rapley drink? I uh,
4: I have to assume. I have to assume okay. he does.
11: Yeah.
4: I have to. I, in right. all seriousness, like you know, we've we've talked about a lot of nonsense tonight, right? But uh, what what do you really think about the Undertaker retiring? If he really is.
5: I am disappointed that he didn't go out a couple of years ago. I think if he was going, I, I think a much nicer retirement would have been um, going out when the streak broke. And, you know, that could have been a very nice, he could have come out and gotten the ovation and had a very nice ride into the sunset. Um, I am. I'm happy if if he is, I'm happy because it's it's not fun anymore. Yeah. You know, there comes a there was a point where like, you know, it was, you know, when's the Undertaker gonna show up? Is he gonna show up for SummerSlam or is he gonna wait till WrestleMania? And that was okay. You know, you got that, but it's getting sad now. And I don't want to keep seeing it. Um I hope that I hope that it's not just a regular retirement match. I hope that there. I hope there's a lot of callbacks to things over his career, and that it, it really is kind of the culmination of what has been one of the more important careers in our lifetimes.
4: Yeah. I um. I found it interesting. I found it really telling, uh, Stroh, uh, during the course of the documentary, um, the undertaker actually sped. And this was something that I've been saying for years that, uh, he should have left when Sean left. Like the matches that they Mm -hmm. had at 25 and 26, um, both stole the show in particular. I thought 25, uh, 25, in my opinion, that match between Sean and undertaker, was probably the second best WrestleMania match of all time.
3: In my oh, opinion. Oh, amazing. Um,
4: mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing. And if you consider that The Undertaker was kind of getting up there at that point, and that was 12 years ago, uh, yeah. Like, it would have made total sense for them to both walk off at the same time. I don't know how you feel about it. That I mean, obviously, be- you've shared of yeah, rooms be- with them. You territory right. and stuff. I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead.
3: No, I, I agree. I mean, that would have been huge. And it would have been the perfect timing for both guys, both of the greats, you know what I mean?
4: Yeah. Because, like, after that, he did the two matches with Triple H, back-to-back WrestleMania, and it was like, one was okay. The Hell in a Cell one, I felt like by that point he was really on fumes. CM Punk gave him a little bit of life. But despite Punk being so much smaller, it almost didn't even look believable for The Undertaker to beat him at that point. And since then, nothing until that movie match this year looked realistic to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's not true. Actually, the Roman Reigns match where he looked very old and tired, uh, that looked very realistic to me. To me, that was... That was what The Undertaker was without any more smoke and mirrors. Mm-hmm. And that's a shame because he had a very long, very successful career. I'm, I'm glad that he was able to stretch it to 30 years. Um, but if he had left at 18 years, I, I think it would have been just great. I think it would have been fine. So, Or, or whatever that was. 25, 26. 26 was 2010. Yeah. Ten years ago. Twenty years of uh ninety to two thousand. Yeah, it would've been twenty years and it would have been fine. I don't know. Here's the scary part, right? I don't even think the Undertaker's done. That. I know he said he is. I think he'll come back and have another match. Maybe more than one. I think it'll just be Yeah, you know, it's gonna to continue to be a parody. Unfortunately, all right, well, <laughs> I think that's about it, Ray, did you have anything you wanted to plug for this week
5: no no i i i don't I don't um to throw my condolences to you i hadn't I hadn't even been able to listen to the other show, so i didn't I didn't know.
4: I'm sorry to put you guys on the um, spot like that. I'm sorry, I just felt like I should say something.
3: Oh thank thank you so
5: much, Ray.
13: Well Well I, I,
3: but
5: no I don't I don't have anything I don't have anything anything to uh to plug. I notice that we're getting fewer callers though.
12: Um
4: yeah, I mean come and go. You know, I I'm sure they'll be back. All right. You give, them, you give them a little bit of the rock, and they always come back, you know?
1: <laughs> That's and true. And at some point,
4: they're paying customers, <laughs> you know? They, they, took, they took the handout. <laughs> now they're going to go share it with them. They'll be back. They will. Um, specifically Steve, it's funny because I find, a, and <laughs> he'll write me tomorrow because he'll listen, and he'll send me messages. Stro, but it's like he goes on Shelly Live, and he goes on Wrestling with History, and he goes on WCW Retro, and he plugs all these different shows. But he stopped calling into here. Um, Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's because I clown around too much. I don't know. (laughs) But we have a good time. (laughs) And poor Jesse. (laughs) Poor Jesse hasn't called back in in a couple weeks. Hopefully he's okay. And, uh, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Um, <laughs> so that's where we are. <laughs> Stro, Uh, <laughs> let's, let's take it home. Uh, uh, tell everybody what you got going on, man.
3: But WCW Retro Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, OBSNation.com, and then Friday. Return of the Stroh Zone at midnight Eastern Standard Time on my Facebook page Facebook.com slash Stroh the maestro, With uh, Friday Night's feature Being Vampire Over London, sorry, Mel Lagosi.
4: Very nice uh, Thank you to Mickey Knuckles for giving us the time Tonight, I had a great time Interviewing her, and if you missed it Definitely be sure to go check out Vocnation.com for the archives. There, uh, just tremendous, tremendous time. Thank you to uh, to Kathy, to Stro, to Derek, Ray, Macrim. Uh, thank you to all the callers, everybody who helps us uh, put together this fine show each and every week. Of course, uh, don't forget to pro wrestling. Don't forget to go to prowrestlingtees.com backslash vocnation and and uh, be sure to buy a shirt. We have the four designs right now. Ken Resnick in the room. WCW Retro and VOC Nation Classic logo. Uh, We still have uh, two political shirts, don't be red, don't be blue just be you of course the uh, wrestling version of that as well and Better Call Kathy the last three are going to be coming out in the next day or two so be sure to be on the lookout for those as well and uh, be sure to advertise with us, advertising available for as low as $25 and that's across all the great programs here on VOC Nation as well Uh, There's an advertisement link on vocnation.com if you go there. Uh, Don't forget to go to iTunes. Leave us a five-star rating and a fantastic review. And don't forget to go to vocnation.podomatic.com. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe on there. Everybody, that's going to do it for this week. Everybody, take care. Be safe. Be good to each other. I love you all very much. We'll talk to you real soon.
13: Bye-bye.